Welcome to the Save Room, your safe haven for gaming news and discussion. My name is Kevin. And my name is Daniel. And this is, ostensibly, episode 77. Tentatively. Wow, what? <laughs> We're not sure until <laughs> we get to, sure. to the end of it, right? Yeah. All right, if you, boys and girls out there with ears and an interest in gaming, did not know, the Save Room is the only podcast rebuilding America one strand at a time. So give us a bunch of likes. A lot of likes, and on add that. lower to our. I bridges. mean, like fifteen thousand yeah. likes per per post box that I that I put out there in the middle of the fucking desert. Fucking pound that touchpad. I'm pound, pound, yeah, that's, that's like, like the coolest. I do game. it every time yeah. <laughs> with my likes. Hell yeah. yeah! I like that you get the upgrade too to get more likes in a, a span of time. Yeah, where it's it nice. goes from like three seconds to six seconds, mm-hmm. and you're just like, oh, rad! Yeah. And you think to yourself, why is that rad? <laughs> why do I care? Because the meta game matters. It's that like meta, mm-hmm. right? The meta is the game, mm-hmm. right? We're still talking about that Stranding, man. Of course. I'm telling you, it's the most interesting game that came out this year. I uh, know, I agree, for sure. Other people are, are... I mean, I didn't play Baba Is You or yeah, right? anything like people that. People are espousing shit like Baba Is You, and then the other one is Disco Elysium, mm-hmm. is what people are going crazy for. Like a detective noir that's isometric, your mm-hmm. favorite type of game. Yeah, I love them. You love them. <laughs> You're fucking sick for them. Well, I feel like Outer Wilds was probably one of the more interesting games this year, too. I didn't play it, but you did. Outer Wilds? Oh, Outer, outer Wilds. Wilds. I was... Yeah, yeah. I immediately picture Outed Worlds. What the fuck? Who's happy and who's mad about that choice, right? Are the developers Outer Wilds be like, yeah, man, put that name in your mouth. <laughs> Get in your fucking mouth. They're like, that's free word of mouth. Get space <laughs> on the brain. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Outer Wilds is cool. I got to return to that one. I, I need a, some quiet time. I want to mm-hmm. take like a fucking video game week off. You should. At the end of the year. I mean, we got to catch up before the end of the year, play all of our backlog, and make sure we have tasted everything that 2019 has to offer. We have to taste it. Because once 2020 it happens, meals. we can't look back. Yeah, yeah. That Was I in the middle vision. of telling people what we were? Yeah, you were. <laughs> okay. Hey, guys, guess what? You can find us on SoundCloud.com slash The Save Room Show, or check us out on iTunes, or Spotify, or Google Play, or Stitcher, or right behind you. <laughs> oh, shit. I got you. He yeah, that was good. No, we're the ones that do that. We're the ones who knock. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right, Walt. <laughs> we are the danger. Yeah. And let's get a quick shout out. Where can they find you if they wanted to see you broadcasting that beautiful, beautiful face? I mean, typically at my local Starbucks, but in the Twitch space, they can find me over at twitch.tv slash Dungeons and Daniels. Very sick. I saw, what, are you, what were you doing the other day? Star Wars? Yeah, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Star Wars. Sick. I, th- I played it for like three, four hours. I know. I feel like I didn't make like a lot of progress. I got stuck on like these very tough scenarios like boss fights or areas where like i was not quite i didn't have the ability set to like progress far enough so i was just kind of like meandering i'm like okay well i'm done here because i couldn't progress far enough so then i just kind of started going on with the story a little bit i i will tell you what i got stuck on more than some of the boss fights Mm. was the fucking map design as much as I like the environments, mm. they're goddamn confusing. And they have such, like, sometimes such a rigid path forward that mm. you have to, like, go back to in circles. And it reminds me of, like, oh, I guess, like, the first Tomb Raider re- reboot did a lot of that shit. Yeah, but even then, I feel like it was a little more, like, a, a little better designed. And we'll talk about that at the end when we talk about what we've been playing. But I feel like you the, gotta wait. the signposting in this game was not very good. No. And, like, to have to spend an hour of my stream being like, wait, am I going the right way? And pulling up my map every other second. Because, like, I just keep getting turned around for one reason or another. You ever you ever use the D-pad for the BD1 hints? And he's always like, and you're like, oh, my God, you're right. I gotta knock down a wall. And you're like, what the fuck? No, I actually never used them. I know it's, really? like a thing you can do i yeah, just keep yeah. forgetting about it oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it gives you a little, little little hint 
He says but, it's dangerous to go alone at one point. Oh, uh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, yeah no. I played a bit of that. There was a point that I got into. It was like this epic fight where you fight um, like security bots and an ATST and a bunch of stormtroopers. And I was like, oh, this will be cool to you know start a stream with because it like, feels like an epic battle. <laughs> it's, it was on the Wookiee home planet. I know. Yeah. Kashyyyk. Yeah, yeah. Kashyyyk. Uh, you, you were right about the Wookiees, man. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about them. What's with their fingers? Their fingers. In the weirdly the coated hair. Yeah. Like it's okay. We have trouble coating hair on heads, uh-huh. but like coating whole creatures that are just head to toe <laughs> hair suits, like it just didn't look very good. We're not ready for our Bigfoot sim yet. No, we're not ready you know? for that yet. We're like at least two console generations away from <laughs> getting that <laughs> down right, okay? Yeah. yeah. And then we'll do Planet Earth the game. Mm-hmm. Oh, ooh. That should be like a VR sim. Um, fuck VR. Take that, an entire industry that wants it to be a thing. <laughs> and we'll talk more about that later. I've too. spoken. <laughs> But yeah, that's all, that's all yeah. I streamed this week. It was Sick. just my one Tuesday stream. I was thinking about streaming tonight, but I'm probably just going to chill. So yeah, that was kind of that. Um, but you you were streaming today because you're on that new Saturday-Sunday kick. I'm on that new Sat-to-Sun kick, yep. And where did the people find you today? The people shall and will forever find me at twitch.tv slash herb. Hmm. Now, if you can't picture that word in your head, just say herb. It's herb for okay. you and troglodytes anyway uh been streaming uh that pokemans the new one i picked up sword not shield mm-hmm. i prioritize the uh the sword wolf the sword wolf boy because he looks like um i think it's civ from dark souls Sif yeah. from dark souls with the sword in the mouth yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that's pretty dope that's a good um i'm shocked that you that you picked it up why i don't know because like you okay so you beat Jedi Fallen Order, right? Yeah. And then you probably have another 50 hours of, like, Death Stranding ahead of you. <laughs> At least. But I just didn't think that, like, Pokemon Radar was that, like, big in your range of interest, like, right now, to, like, pick it up and, and play it. Um, so there's a bit of peer pressure going on, okay. right? Everyone I'm talking to is like, oh, you gotta pick a Pokemon, dude. And I'm just like, yeah, is this one pretty good? And they're like, oh, it's so good. Dude. You gotta pick up this Pokemon. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Pokemon's the only game I'm playing right now. And you know what? I need to, um... I gotta stop listening to these fuckwads. <laughs> like, I gotta stop listening when people say shit like, oh, Fire Emblem's the best game of the year. No, I, I get it. That's, yeah. that's your yeah, yum. Yeah. It is Kevin's yuck. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Not to say that I, I think Pokemon's bad. I was actually excited for Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I, I like the idea of a, of a Switch Pokemon, a console-based mm-hmm. Pokemon, but we will get into those impressions later because i have some underwhelming words out there yeah i want to pick your brain about it a little bit don't touch me (laughs) (laughs) wow okay he's a little standoffish today i've been standoffish all fucking week yeah he's been on all all week all day streamed he's probably he looks pretty tense yeah it's all up here dude yeah it's all it's all you carry it in your shoulders i carry it in my shoulders man i'm trying to like sit up straight right now because, like, when I slouch is when the evil bile comes down in my mouth, right? And then I'm just like, fuck these Pokemon, yeah. you know? Yeah. I'm trying to be I'm Trying to be, trying better. To be a better Kevin. I'm trying to be a better Kevin. Yeah. I mean, I'm the best Kevin, but I'm trying to be better than that. That no one ever was? <gasps> no one ever was. <laughs> you came into my room singing the Pokemon theme today. What is it? The Heroes theme? Yeah. I forgot what it's I called. have a different rendition because I imagine in my head violin music, so <laughs> yeah. it's like, I want to be the very best, like no one ever was. Yeah, he was like weeping those lines, and I'm like, you're hitting the, like, the, the points wrong. To catch them is, is... What is it? This is my real test. To catch them is my <laughs> real test. I hate that. To train them is my cause. <laughs> It's like a meatloaf rendition. Pokemon! <laughs> Just gonna cut all that out. Please do. Yeah, Please yeah, do. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Absolutely. cool. So I can't wait to hear what you gotta say about all that. Fantastic. Yeah. I actually want to hear from you a little bit. 
We're already going to jump into our We're going to jump right into it. But we, I want it. Speaking of Pokemon, please. We we are on the Save Room Express today. We feel like yeah. last week, since we had a lot to catch up with, we, we gave a, a hefty, long episode. And this week, we want to trim the fat a little bit and get you from start to end and get you straight to your holidays. I guess That's I shouldn't have sang the Pokemon thing. Yeah, right? yeah. That, that took not only time, but years off of people's life. I mean, you keep it in or I'll be so mad. <laughs> You're going to hate me if I do. No, man. But it, it in. so we talked about it last week, you know, the outcry for the lack of a, a, a national pokedex right but we didn't talk about how there's a name for it and there's this national outcry because problems in gaming are as big as political problems to some gamers so where the lack of the the, the full national decks yes people lack perspective <laughs> yeah, I that's agree. what it is like they agree they, they escalated onto such a scale but um so people have been calling the situation dexit to mirror the whole brexit situation that was going on in britain and <laughs> It's funny. It's stupid. But these these Dexiteers, as I'm going to call them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They're like the Imagineers at Disney. <laughs> the only thing that they craft is vitriol on a Reddit forum. Oh right? my god. So these Dexiteers, uh, yeah. they go taken to Twitter, complaining yeah, yeah. as they do. Um, they basically have been review-balling Pokemon Sword and Shield, because that's what you do when you hate a thing. You review-bomb it. They've also <laughs> Is that what you do? They've also been doing this thing Really? Where, when I hate a thing, I don't like... I, I, I hate it no... I walk away from yeah, the thing, We right? podcast about it mildly. Uh, yeah. Maybe do like a small Twitter thread about it. That's true. Yeah. But that's tiny that's about it. That's about it. You voice your concerns in a very, you know, constructive way, mm-hmm. and then you move the fuck on. That's it. So they've been doing that. They've been taking the YouTube. They've been doing the slowdown, looking at like bad textures and talking about how bad the game looks, this and that, or how like Game Freak lied. Game Freak, you lied because you said this was going to be in the game. Game Freak this. is greedy. Game Freak is lazy. Game yeah. Freak is nitsha. Over but and over and over. I think over. the shittiest thing that they're doing is. Um, People are taking to making their own mods oh. and like retexturing the game and recoloring it and like trying to make it pop more and calling the original game the vanilla version of it. So I don't know anything about anything, but yeah. how are they making a mod on a Switch game, right? Like it didn't really sounds pretty legal. PC, yeah. yeah, it sounds like something that Nintendo would be a little cross about. Yeah, I think you get a knock knock on the door from Doug Bowser. <laughs> He'd be like, "Hey, what's going on? Is is your name um Kyle Jablanski? Mm. Hi, how you doing?" How you doing? Why does that name sound familiar? I don't know. <laughs> it's like somebody I, used made to work it up. I don't know why. Because I hate the name Kyle. <laughs> I'm sorry for any Kyles that listen to us, but I fucking hate that name. It's just a, Kyle. <laughs> like, it's disgusting. I what don't what like did it. Kyle ever do to you? What? what I don't did, know. There's actually never been a Kyle that's wronged me in my okay. life. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> this is very yes. foretelling. Yes. He's actually listening right now. <laughs> He's plotting <laughs> his next the move. The Save Room Boys. Oh, they talk about video games. I wonder if they're Nintendo enthusiasts. <laughs> we were here, like, Kyle's fucking making, like, screen capping 400 times Zune on, like, a fucking grass texture. And be like, Game Freak, you fucking fucker fucks. <laughs> fucking Pokemon cucks. <laughs> you goddamn cucks. You destroyed the legacy. A 200-year dynasty. <laughs> Sorry, Kyle. We love you. We want your patronage, but you've yet to wrong. But anyway, so that's been going on, and it's 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 pretty dumb. Of uh, you, you said that anybody who would use the the term Dexit is a dumb fucker. Yeah, <laughs> and I, you know, I'm like to agree because it's it's so dumb. If you've ever used it seriously, yeah. you are a dumb fucker, and you need to log off. We're using I don't know it what here. you're on, but log off. Yeah, <laughs> we're using it here pretty loosely to demonstrate the stupidity of it all. Of course, yeah. I, 
so I, I tend to try to understand all perspectives mm-hmm. or at least hear out a perspective even if I don't agree with it. Sure. And when it comes to the gamers out there, a lot of the times I disagree with it. But I try to extend an escape rope of reason mm-hmm. to these gamers. <laughs> Okay. And I, I try to illustrate that, yeah, there, there's probably a lot of technical reasons behind why the full decks wasn't included in this game, mm-hmm. not least of which is the fact that this is the first time on what is considered a console, mm-hmm. not a handheld, right? Now, I, I get it. That's a disappointing thing, right? Because, like, you, you hear the mantra over and over. We heard it from the fucking anime. I right? just saying, you gotta catch them all, right? Yeah. You gotta catch them all. You gotta catch them all. Or you're not a Pokemon master. And this is this is one of the first titles where you can't do that. Mm. You cannot catch them all. Although, I'm pretty sure there's been previous generations where the full roster wasn't available but i think you could still like transfer in that's what that, that was were... the big thing between the handhelds okay yeah. yeah i get that i do get that but this it's not enough of a thing to like go to war over mm. well they're also fucked up too about like the they're like oh yeah we're not going to reuse like animations or character models yeah. and like they clearly did mm. and people are pissed off about that they're like oh game freak's so lazy they lie they said like they wouldn't reuse assets and it's like well that's gonna happen sometimes did they say that yeah did game freak say they wouldn't reuse any assets or that's anything? that's what was said I don't know. I don't think. Why is it a bad thing that a company would? I mean, games do it all the time. Try to streamline development. Bet that Nintendo is not going to reuse uh, assets for Breath of the Wild two or like any fucking Bet. game. Like they're going to. Bet dog. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> like, what is Majora's Mask? Except assets left over from Ocarina of Time. So like fucking these things precisely. happen. Yeah. What is Link's Awakening? But an entire remake. <laughs> it's the same fucking yeah. levels and same everything <laughs> like come on now that's a different on an asset basis but it's still like hey here's all the design docs for Link's awakening we're exactly gonna do mm-hmm. that you can't tell me re2 did that they're like we looked at the game and we literally still have the remake like yeah. <laughs> all it's, these parts it's to it. gonna happen whatever it's it's get it gets into like nitty-gritty arguments and this and that mm-hmm. and i was like well what do you want man when i hear these arguments for like this pokemon that could have been mm-hmm. and to be fair yeah game freak iterates very slowly mm-hmm. mature systems are like that right sure this thing has been selling well actually it's been almost the same since it came out back in 96 right pokemon's dna has not changed that mm-hmm. much it is rpg light yeah and so they iterate on this mature system rather than fucking remaking it every like five or six years mm-hmm. something like that because that's it works for them. It yeah. still makes money. I feel like the this small, shit's selling hot. The small iterations have actually like yeah. served fans on a grand scale, but the people who are looking for a new overhaul. Like it's not serving them because it is the same game. Like people like me who I'm like, okay, like I'm in my thirties now. I don't want to play like the same sort of RPG that they've been rehashing. What what's something new that they could do? Yeah, make yeah. it a bigger open world feel, change up the battle field a little bit, this and that. None of that's present here, obviously, because yeah. they you know they did what they knew and they played it safe. Going I, up to I legit feel like that these cats who like grew up like said they remember as a kid right now that they're getting into adulthood because i don't think 12 year olds are online fucking bitching about like a lack of a full dex Mm -hmm. i i think they want like this witcher 3 of pokemon Mm -hmm. and i'm like you're not gonna get that game no you know why because you're asking pokemon to do it yeah that's the thing like you got to ask a company or a developer rather who um has made bold choices you can ask nintendo to do that with a game like with a series like breath of the wild because they've made iterative changes and drastic formula changes to the series same with mario same mm-hmm. with like you know all those games whereas pokemon it's like it's been the same like mm-hmm. for fucking 23 years yeah 
it, it's gonna be what it is and I, i'm not and it's not one of those things where it's just like oh you're just gonna choke down and deal with it it's mm. like no you can still voice your criticisms but like i really have a problem with the way that people how people are voicing their criticisms mm. with the amount of vitriol calling calling developers fucking lazy and greedy and bullshit yeah. it's like no, no no just say like hey it's disappointing that the full decks is not in there and i wish there were more features or more overhauls to the mm. systems at play that is a valid thing to say and then you move the fuck on some people are even trying to negotiate in this fucking dexit sphere of like oh they should have given us like the choice of our 10 cream of the crop pokemon that like could be unique to each player that we can import and and you know raise from the ground up and then like whatever pokemon they want to put in the game that's fine but give us at least 10 and i'm like what now you're picking and choosing and you're trying to break against their design philosophy and the vision they had for this game Uh it's okay that the full roster is not there let it be what it is yeah I think it's fun. I mean, yeah, it is, it is what it is. Like, I'm not fucked up about it. But I've never been too fucked up about, like, any game I've loved. If, like, a game came out that I wasn't feeling, I'm like, okay, it was kind of disappointing, and that was kind of it. You know, I kind of moved on from it. Yeah, I've never really been this fucked up over, like, any <clears throat> game ever. Because, because I, th- I think we have, um, we're reasonable people, right? Yeah, for the most part. And we could be fanboys about stuff and be like, hey, mm-hmm. I don't like this, or I wish it was this way. I mean, like, I've I've ridden through some bullshit in my life. Sure, Resident Evil. Like, you've seen a lot of bullshit. Well, I've seen some franchise. bullshit with that franchise. <laughs> yeah. And likewise, I was so excited for and i still think about it i know people tell me to let it go and i'm like i have let it go i don't bitch about it that mm-hmm. much but aliens colonial marines man you know i'm the biggest fucking aliens fan out there and i, I was finally gonna get a first person shooter where i'm taking down the xenomorphs in 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 the same canon that i wanted to be in and no it was garbo garbo garbage uh, that sucks maybe sad moved on bye yeah. you know i mean we did a whole episode about it like but I, that, that's it i wasn't asking for randy's head on a mm-hmm. silver plate right, right. Like, I don't care. And like, I got fucking swindled by a magician again. God damn it. And then I walk away. I mean, now we've come to expect it from him. Before, it oh, was like, yeah. you know, we, we thought he was a friend. You know, fool me once. And then I'm t- every time, I'm like, fool me four times. Fool me five times. <laughs> <laughs> Randy gets me a lot. <laughs> he really does. All right, well, moving on from d- this bullshit, Despite though. I gotta say, the despite the Dexiteer's great efforts, uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield has shipped six million units in its first week, making That's it great. the fastest-selling Switch game to date. Dog. So dog for comparison. RE2 only sold five million units all year. Yeah. This shit came out yet last week. It came out last week. So that oh that's God. pretty fucking impressive. And yeah. I don't know if it counts like both or like one or the other, like what the metric is. I think it's just counting like title, like entire SKUs across all of them. So for shield, for sword, and for sword and shield. So mm-hmm. Okay. So shield. Shield. Schwa- I mean Schwartle. it's I'm not surprised this game was gonna fucking sell. I think this is probably Nintendo's biggest selling property yeah it's gonna be yeah, it's, yeah like it outsells mario for sure. Like, for sure oh yeah yeah it's <laughs> yeah. crazy yeah it's a big reach and that's why i'm saying mature system that's why like they would rather iterate on it than fucking totally undo it yeah right? i feel like they get experimental with like other other titles in the franchise but i don't think they're not gonna do that the main line for no. a while right but maybe they'll hear from this and hear people saying like hey i want kind of something more i mean i guess we'll see what they do with town which is supposed to be like their new didn't they already come out no it didn't come out yet what yeah Oh, okay. Yeah, that's supposed to be their new experimental RPG that they're going to do something else with. Is it called Little Town now? They changed the name. Oh, did they? Yeah, they did. Well, I guess fact check us. I don't know. Who knows? Write us in at We Don't Care. (laughs) All right, number two on the quick hits, the Game Awards. That's a thing, year in, year out. Yeah, I'm told it's a thing. (laughs) Uh, So the 2019 Game Award nominations have been announced, and many are actually really mad that Jedi Fallen Order has been cut from the running. Yeah, it's stupid, right? Because they have this cutoff date where it's like um, the game has to have come out by November 15th to be eligible for 2019's awards. Mm. But the problem was EA wasn't giving like early codes for the game like they were for many others. Yeah. So people didn't actually get 
to it in time to vote for it. Mm. So now it's not eligible for 2019 or 2020. When did it come out? Like the November 15th. Oh, it came out. On the- <laughs> yeah. Wow. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just like, um, what the fuck? Why can't you just be like, oh, hey, here's an extension or, oh, yeah, well, we know for sure. We'll get it on 2020. So let people vote for it in 2020. Well, the- who's creating these? Jeff. Jeff, what, what are you playing on these hard, hard set rules, dog? Meanwhile, fucking Death Stranding came in and like, sw- like sweeped every category. For a game that came out a, a week earlier. People are uh, saying there's a little bit of collusion. I think there's a little bit of Russian collusion side. there. There's a little yeah. collusion because uh, Jeff, Jeff I don't know. I don't know if you know. Jeff is a big fan of that Kojima. Well, he's in Death Stranding. What? Yeah, he's in Death Stranding. He's in Death Stranding. <laughs> but this needs to be a full-blown investigation. This, this will not fucking stand. <laughs> Get AOC on the fucking scene. <laughs> Get AOC Ever fucking interrogating Jeff Keighley. Hello, uh, Alexandria, you're the only politician that I'm aware of by name. Um, could you actually look into this? I know you were on that Donkey Kong 64 stream, so I, I thought you would know something. Yeah, it's Kevin. For the save room? No, we don't write anything. Yeah. What, it's a puck. She hung up. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. Don't tell her you're I'm not sorry. registered to vote. What? What? <laughs> I am registered to vote. Oh, nice. Not for this county. No. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but yeah, so that that's a whole thing where it's like, okay, a game like that that came out a week earlier can come in and take all these categories. And it does seem kind of imbalanced and fair. Mm. Um, I think it was, somebody was asking Andrea Renee about it because she is one of like the... Um, She's one of the judges. She's yeah, one, one of the, the judges. judges. Yeah. And they're like, oh, so how do you get like certain games nominated? And really, you just have to kind of push for a certain game in a category and it has to get a certain number of votes. So like, all you have to do is like, be like, hey, I want to nominate Jedi Fallen Order and people vote to back it. And that's kind of how it goes. Mm-hmm. I just don't think enough people had played it or like tried to put it out there for consideration. Yeah. Which is just like, eh. Yeah, that's a weird one. It is. That's why I don't like awards. Yeah, I'm not too big on them either. It kind of is what it is. Like, it seems like just a big glitzy glam thing. And I I think the Game Awards is cool, obviously, to recognize, like, talents. Like, it's cool to see the moment last year with, like, the Celeste team or, like, the moments with Corley Barlog and, like, you know, see those moments of recognition. Or that threesome uh, between... Uh, Reggie, Spencer, and... Uh, Layden. Layden. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Layden. The fucking Triforce of To of God, gaming. what remains. But then, like, you know, the announcements mm-hmm. are cool in between, too, where we get, like, fucking new game announcements and character yeah, reveals. Actually, that's kind of why I tune in, because it's like, hey, I want to I wanna know what the announcements are, even mm-hmm. though I've been suckered into this gigantic commercial, and oh, here comes a fucking Schick Razor Man, mm-hmm. and I have to deal with that image. Oh, I forgot about that. That happened. That was like, what, Joel McHale and the <laughs> Schick Razor Man? I don't know, man. Yeah. I have no idea. But <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> it's, it's weird, like, so I feel like the Game Awards have been trying to catch up with all, like, the yeah. movie award and music award shows, like, the VMAs, and, mm-hmm. like, there was weird bleed over from, like, that influence into, like, their first years. <laughs> yeah yeah it was a strange time and when, when they were held on spike tv i was fucking weird too mm-hmm. but at least sam jackson would come out and host it that's true and then people are like why is he hosting it's like ah he's in jedi power battle yeah right <laughs> was there supposed to be like a big yeah. announcement this year for the game awards in terms of a game i forget oh uh, not that i'm aware of or mm. care about hmm. Who knows? Although uh, rumors are there might be a Smash announcement. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. they did that last year with Joker, right? Which yeah, pretty, they did. Yeah, it was cool, whatever. Like, yeah, don't don't let me don't let me shit on everything, right? Mm-hmm. I I like any celebration of gaming as a medium. Sure, absolutely, and I think it's a cool thing to see like the creators get recognized. But also, award shows aren't my fucking thing. So I mean, we're gonna watch it and comment on it. Yeah, anyway, we're gonna watch we're it dicks. and comment on it because <laughs> we're fucking stuck in this ecosystem, mm-hmm. man. 
Well, I'm not going to run down the whole list of every category and every nominee, but like I just want to highlight the Game of the Year nominees. Yep. Um, on there, we got Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, and The Outer Worlds. Which is, it's an interesting list. It is a list. Yeah. <laughs> it is a list that certainly exists. Now, a few of those games, I fucking a lot. Mm-hmm. And first of all, you know what my Game of the Year is. Yeah. You know what my Super game Smash of the Brothers year is. Ultimate. You loved Absolutely. it. Yeah, you couldn't get enough of it. I couldn't. I yeah. was playing it literally every second. You got all the spirits. I'm playing it right now. Yeah. I got all the spirits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There are like 6,000. There's a lot of them. Yeah, Only that. Tim Gettys has gotten all the spirits. So maybe I dropped off of Smash a bit, yeah. right? I still recognize it for being a good game. Mm-hmm. I'm just not that big of a Smash guy. That's what I realized. I think it's fun when like, well, people come over and when you want to fucking drink some uh, some White Claws. Well, that's the thing that fucks me up about it, too, yeah. where it's like, it happens with most award shows where it's like a, a game a movie uh, an album that came out last year is somehow in consideration for this year's yeah. nominees like that game came out like in the beginning of december 2018 right but it's lumped in with it 2019 feels a little weird but i guess that's when it had the most cultural swell and like all the dlc characters came out and all this other stuff i guess so i don't know, I don't know. it's it's a weird one and yeah. i remember seeing online and this pissed me off like control one of my favorite games of the year mm-hmm. for sure people are like what the fuck how why is control on there this is like something nobody's talked about. And I was like, well, first of all, that's just 505 Games fucked up on the marketing real bad on yeah. this game. Like, drop the ball on this shit. Because they had a gem on their hands. This is a gem. We were talking about it off-air, and I feel like Sony did a lot of pushing for it, like through E3 and like PSX and other things. And then, Well, not PSX, but like their own like pressers. And then when they stopped doing those things, like when they didn't come to E3 this year, they stopped doing like physical like uh, presences like that, they didn't get to promote Control the same way they were. And 505 wasn't doing it. Microsoft surely wasn't doing it. Yeah, so I, like I the, guess so. The marketing kind of just dropped off after a while, and it sucks because like it's such a special game, and I feel like more people should have known about it. It's a really <laughs> special game. It's a really good fucking game. It's I, in my top five for uh, sure. In fact, uh, the actress that played Jesse Faden is up for like you know best actor mm-hmm. uh, or best voice actor in a game, hmm. and I'm like, yeah, probably. Yeah. Actually, yeah. No, she was pretty good. great. She's yeah, pretty fucking great. Yeah. I mean, I think it'll probably be um, between Resident Evil 2, Death Stranding, and yeah, that's it. I don't think Jeff, I don't think Jeff can get away with Death Stranding winning. No. I don't think he can get away with it. I would be fine with it maybe winning. I'd be like, yeah, okay, cool. You yeah. know, it's like one of the more interesting games this year. But I, I, I don't know if mm. people are going to let him live that one down where it's like, dude, yeah. come on. <laughs> come on. We know, we know that you want Kojima to give you a handy, but like, <laughs> come on. So we'll see. We'll see the results on December 12th because that's when Jeff Keighley's fifth annual gaming bonanza is taking place. But the Game Awards are just so far away. <laughs> Daniel, if I wanted to know what was coming to the mom and grop shop, where would I go? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, if you wanted to catch yeah. the full list of nominees, though, you could go over, go over to thegameawards.com. You can vote, I think, until the 6th of December. Okay. So get in there. Get your gamer votes in. Do you want to vote? Uh, maybe. I don't know. What would you vote for Game of the Year? Uh, out of that list, what, what do you want to win? Hmm. I mean, they're all really strong contenders. That's not what I asked you. I know. I would. I would like to see Sekiro <laughs> or Resident Evil Two take it. Okay. Um, Which one do you want to see take it? Ask me this in a few episodes when we're doing our own debate. Nah, nah, I don't know. I love Resident Evil Two. Don't get me wrong, but it is a yeah. remake, uh-huh. and I feel like there's a what lot. Does that mean? A lot more consideration to a new original. What does IP, that mean? And I'm gonna give that to Sekiro what because it's mean? such an original game. What the fuck? Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, it's a remake. Yeah. Dog. Dog. It's it's amazing. Dog. It's an like that game took me like by surprise. Does a game have to be original IP to be game of the year? 
Not necessarily. But just had to come out that year. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's see what's yeah. going on with your betrayals. We'll see. We'll have a, a more detailed discussion about this whenever we do our Game of the Year cast. No, we're not going to do that cast. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that, that about covers the quick hits. Um, I was going to include stuff about some fucking Black Friday sales. I think there's an awesome flash sale going on over at the PlayStation Network right now. Oh! So a lot of Sony games are, like, dirt cheap. So go check that out. I've yet to check it out. Yeah. I need to I need to see what's on there. I'm hoping for a deal on Surge. Surge 2. Ooh, I doubt that. That was, like, one of the slip-through games. Through the, it was 41 bucks like, the other week. I want that shit to drop. Like, 30? You might got me. Mm. You might got me. I don't know. Is there any games that you've been wanting on sale? I, I feel like I have one. them all. Yeah, that's our like, problem. Like, I was huh? looking at Uncharted Lost Legacy. It's, like, 10 bucks, but I'm like, well, you, you have that. that. Yeah, and then yeah. everything else is like, well, I own it, so... Mm. I don't play... It's not like I'm going to be like, fuck, man, I need to play Lost Legacy right yeah. now. Like, no, just... I think, like, God of War was 10 bucks. I think Days Gone was 20 Okay. A lot of great, like, AAA Sony oh, games. Oh, RE2 is, like, 20 bucks. Yeah. For sure. So go check that out. Cool flash sale. And then, yeah. I don't know. And I'm, I'm sure GameStop's doing some sales, too. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> support capitalism yeah <laughs> spacer's are, choice are they doing that thing again where they're open on on, on thanksgiving day itself yeah probably okay yeah, fuck, fuck that fuck that yeah. shit fuck that shit i used to work for gamestop when they were doing that that fucking bullshit i'm like all right yeah you can open at midnight but i'm not gonna show up at midnight yeah i worked at gamestop a dog's age ago mm-hmm. a dog's age. i was a baby boy with a fresh face and a polo shirt you got that long ass hair I got yelled at by my district manager for telling somebody they shouldn't buy Wii music yeah, that happened once. Wii Music? What is that? Wii Music? Oh, you don't that, remember Wii disc? Music? Do you, you don't remember uh, the videos from E3 where, like, Shigeru Miyamoto got on stage with a few others and they're, like, out of tune, slapping fucking, like, Wii Motes against each other? No, but I would love to see that. And making terrible, like, No, Wii Music, like, is a way to fucking, you know make music with trombones and shit in game okay. form i must have missed that there I was mean, so much shovelware on the wii and the funniest thing was like so gamestop films game informer and all i did was slide over the that that month's issue <laughs> where they gave it a fucking three <laughs> and i got yelled at they're like it's not your job to dissuade somebody from buying a game you're supposed to sell stuff and i was like but i earn more trust for them yeah if i give them my actual opinion you give them informed decisions right yeah. Did not believe in that. He came from Hollywood Video. Oh. Guess what? Around, guess what's still around? <laughs> not Hollywood Video. That's <laughs> gonna say. Guess what's soon to not be around? GameStop. <laughs> oh, time is a vicious, vicious bitch. He's anyway. probably still a manager there too. Um, probably not. Probably had a stroke, dude. Anyway, so <laughs> getting into the gamer news. What a hard transition. What do you mean? <laughs> I told you I've had a week. Yeah. <laughs> Getting into this gamer news, speaking of Resident Evil number one on here, rumors suggest Resident Evil 3 is happening in 2020. Oh, be still my heart. Following the success of Resident Evil 2's remake, which is without a doubt 2019's game of the year, Daniel. (laughs) I fucking hate you. (laughs) Rumors have it that Capcom is eager to remake Resident Evil 3 Nemesis. And soon, a YouTuber by the name of Spawnwave, oh. sounds like a great fucking band, says the game is on track for 2020. For those of you that don't believe absolutely everything you hear from a YouTube thumbnail, Eurogamer reported that they have also heard about the next remake, and according to their sources, it's actually been in production for a while. Hmm. However, Capcom will likely focus their marketing on Project Resistance, the asymmetric multiplayer spin-off, before they put their attention on the remake. Last year, Capcom announced that remakes and re-releases will continue to be a part of their catalog going forward, though they didn't specify which games would get the remake treatment. 
like Dino Crisis, which deserves it. Remake Dino Crisis. Remake Dino Crisis. And when you remake it and it's in the Game of the Year category, I'll say no. You'll say no because Not, you're like, oh, it's Sekiro, remake. Shadows Die Three <laughs> Times. Shadows Die Thrice. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I actually did not expect this game to happen this soon. I mean, we knew it was going to happen. Yeah. We talked about it a lot. Undoubtedly, in the last but few like episodes. in 2020? Goodness gracious. Yeah. And if that, I surmise that if it is going to hit 2020, it's mm-hmm. going to be a launch title for next gen. That'd be awesome, to be honest. Uh, we were talking about yeah. that. Uh, we don't think that there's ever been a Resident Evil at launch with a at console. At launch? No, I can't. I mean, if it, yeah, not even Dreamcast, I don't mm-hmm. think. Because uh, Code Veronica came out in 2000. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't. No, nothing. Nothing. Donata, my dude. We got nothing. I mean, that'd be pretty awesome. I think it speaks Maybe leaks Sega's to. Better. Maybe. Maybe Sega Saturn, yeah. actually. The original Resident Evil. That's possible. Possible. Yeah. Probable, even. <laughs> yeah. So that would be pretty fucking dope nasty. Yeah. To see I, RE Engine on next gen. I was going to say, it probably speaks loads to the RE Engine and, what is it, Simple Gone or whatever? The the tool engine that's like an association with it. It's like Simply Gone. Simply Gone or Simply something Gun. like that. Like if yep. I feel like that tool set and engine is so easy to use, mm-hmm. and it probably made it so easy to turn around what they already built with RE2 Remake. To mm-hmm. transition into RE three, so yeah, I think they've already decided. Like, hey, if we're gonna remake three, we already have our foundation. Yeah. There's no reason to like reinvent the wheel mm-hmm. on this. It's just about like fleshing out that game. I think the other factor is that RE three is a much shorter game than mm-hmm. Part two. Um, maybe there's some consideration in that where it's like we can crank this out faster because there's yeah. not that much to remake versus Part two. Mm-hmm. I hope it's not like that because I think people will get severely disappointed if the length is any shorter than RE two because RE two is a pretty brief fucking game. Yeah, it is, but it also has the benefit of having like two campaigns, four campaigns. Yeah, if you really three doesn't fit. have that. Yeah, so. I wonder how they would handle that because there you do play as another character, Carlos Oliveira, mm-hmm. but you only play as him for maybe like an hour in the okay. game, less than that. He doesn't have the same like A and B function like Claire. Nah, and, and... for sure not. Okay, because and I've mentioned this fact on the show before, but I like recycling material. Sure responsibly uh re3 is actually not a sequel to resident evil 2 it was originally pitched as um a spin-off to mm-hmm. part 2 because again it uses a lot of the same assets and even the same locations as resident evil 2 did so they didn't have to do that much to it yeah don't you retract through like the pd yeah you go yeah. through the rpd almost at the beginning of the game basically okay. um but there's new areas in raccoon that are pretty cool like the museum uh town hall well not museum but it's like a town hall and the zoo the hospital oh. yeah you go to a weird zoo at some point too that's pretty cool wait so you're telling me that capcom is gonna reuse assets what no no that doesn't sound like capcom no that can't like be that. that can't be i'm turning you got so lazy <laughs> my cap zit is coming cap cap exit i don't know yeah I, <laughs> we'll come up with something <laughs> regzit oh, oh, there we go <laughs> so i think it would be pretty dope but Mm -hmm. yeah no they had to put part three on the game because they had a contractual obligation with playstation to release another numbered title but in actuality code ronica is part three oh okay that's why it actually makes advances to the series uh mechanics and stuff Mm -hmm. yeah cool um you're excited for this right no (laughs) yes yeah why the fuck yes i want part three very badly i think it's it's cool it's gonna do yeah. Exactly what Resident Evil 2 Remake did and introduce a lot of people who didn't previously play it to like a game that's like mm-hmm. very coveted and important to the lineage of the series. For sure. So For sure. I, I mean, I, I hadn't played 2, I haven't played 3, so this yeah. is going to be new to me too. You've been fucking up, man. Mm. Been fucking up. Not, I mean, she's I just... Got, so it's got Jill Valentine as a star, mm-hmm. and she's in her, you know, it's kind of a miniskirt situation. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, you know, she's running around and yeah. doing her thing. Got the little beret? 
Got the, uh, no. Oh. No, no, no. No beret. She's in her civvies, man. Okay. Yeah, I think she quit the force. Mm. No longer a Stars member, but she's being hunted down by Nemesis because he's killing former stars. stars. That's why he says stars. stars. Okay, cool. And that's the only thing he says. I'm fucking hyped for this. Um, do you think they're going to go the same Actually, route? he does say something else. When he grabs you, he goes, eat. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> do you think they're going to do the same yeah. approach that they did with um, RE2 and give like a uh, mini like DLC for free? Now, I mentioned this in the last episode. Resident Evil evil 3 is the first instance mm. of the mercenaries mm. that's what you give us okay give us the mercenaries in fact you should be giving us the mercenaries for part two i mean that would be a good like component to have especially if the campaign's yeah. considerably shorter and there's yeah. not much more replay value that's true so, that is true i mean i imagine the trophy list is gonna be like okay play the game three times speed run the game do all this crazy shit like they always do use a knife use a knife yeah to, you know uh, fucking let nemesis grab you 15 times or something like <laughs> yeah. that yeah so uh, shoot should be interesting okay yeah i'm, I'm excited for it. for it i want it although it does beg the question are we not close to re8 mm. and is re8 gonna be a continuation of seven it's gameplay conceits like what's gonna happen how are people gonna respond to that because mm. i feel like the response has been so big for re2 that I'm sure Capcom is just kind of like, I don't know if we want to do the first person thing yeah. again. You know, I, I would be happy to be having the same conversation. Right I don't now. know. Yeah. I feel like Resident Evil 7 sold pretty well. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people really dug what it did. It's return mm-hmm. to horror. It's like kind of reeled in approach. The whole fucking Baker estate was really cool. I don't know. It's still one of my favorite games of the generation. So I say do that again like do another first person thing but kind of broaden the scale a little bit and keep doing what you're doing with the remakes it's like we said um on our review episode for re2 do the two separate paths do the remake Mm -hmm. path and then keep doing what you're doing with like that biohazard arc yeah so yeah i would i i want that yeah i want that but but then we're getting this other trajectory with fucking project resistance oh yeah i forgot about that which is i mean that's gonna come out first i imagine it's gonna sell considerably softer I think it's gonna be a lot softer. Yeah. I think um, I think if you really dug an RE2, you are going to be curious in Project mm. Resistance. Like if you did, if you weren't like a Resident Evil person before, mm. but I don't know if that sounds as attractive as a prospect as like a single player horror focused campaign, like doing the whole online thing and four people mm. and the whole asymmetric thing where it's like I'm playing a fucking uh, the overseer and whatnot. Yeah, I don't know. They might be too drastic of like. A change for people that were onboarded with the remake to like dig on i think i think part three is exactly the right way to go with it, yeah right? i mean i think resistance is probably going to be big with twitch because people like playing those asymmetrical games yeah, online that's and, true. like having those kind of like immersive dead moments. by daylight yeah. and stuff like that so yeah. i don't have its its lifespan there but i don't think it's gonna sit well with like everybody yeah i i really don't like those types of games to be honest with you mm-hmm. i should because it's always like they, they tend to be horror games yeah. but it's not my it's not my uh brand Hmm. Nah. I want an asymmetrical farming sim. Tell me yeah. about it. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Stardew, me and you. Uh, <laughs> actually, no, I think they they ended up adding a multiplayer component to Stardew like well down the line. Yeah, 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 they did. What would be asymmetric about it? Like, <laughs> like somebody's trying to like close down the farm or yeah, something. You, so he's he's like uh, burning crops in the middle of the night, and the farmer's got to like scramble. Like, yeah. What, so what is, what is you this? you and your local farmers are coming yeah. together to fight. You know the big corp who's trying to gotcha. basically like you know 
mow down your fucking pastures, kill your cows, wow. bring a factory in. And you're like, no, we gotta we gotta keep local business going. Keep so there's like an urgent like threat yeah. this entire time, right? And so you gotta like stick it to the fucking man though, mm-hmm. and like you know be like, hey, farmers market weekend, right? Yeah. Organize <laughs> this shit. Make sure that the eggs are polished mm-hmm. and your tomatoes are red and your do you grow bananas on a farm i'm not sure i've never really been on a farm yeah i don't know much about that lifestyle (laughs) yeah you know i hate horses so i don't go near those things yeah i don't imagine you would mutated dogs that's what they look like hey you got another yeah anyway (laughs) you're like anything to get me out of this this is an unprecedented game pitch that i have no fuel for you're like i wish i asked about code veronica instead of this Number two on here, Borderlands 3 first DLC campaign has been announced. Well, slap my pitchford. Tell me all about it, Daniel. You want to hear about this shit? All right, well, I mean, fucking. Kind of. Not really. I mean, go ahead. We're going to talk about our post <laughs> Borderlands 3 life and what we've done yeah. with it. We didn't ever talk about Bloody Harvest either, so. Oh, yeah. 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 There's a good reason for that. There's a good reason. If you blasted your way through Gearbox's latest schluter, and I hated writing that, Ah! and found yourself wanting for more loot and mayhem and memes, then fret not, Vault Hunter, more content is coming. Borderlands 3 first DLC campaign is coming on December 19th, and it's titled Moxie's Heist, The Handsome Jackpot. The DLC takes players to Handsome Jack's famed casino, where you will fight off Hyperion guards and crazed casino goers as you and aid Moxie in a, rev- in a revenge plot to rob the casino of Jack's riches of Iridium and legendary loot. Think Ocean's Eleven with Vault Hunters. The campaign requires players to be at least level 13 and that they have advanced to the point of the story where the ship Sanctuary 3 becomes available. Moxie's Heist of the Handsome Jackpot will be the first of four DLC campaigns. While the price for each individual DLC has not been revealed, the full season pass will cost you a pretty $49.99. Are you fucking kidding me? I mean, I'm not surprised. Really? That shit's $49.99? Yeah. God damn. It's a lot to ask. That's a that's a big... That's almost the, the price of the fucking game, mm-hmm. dude. Wow. Is it going to be as long as the game altogether? I don't think so. I mean, look at all the the DLCs that came out for Borderlands 2. Yeah. You know, was that longer than the main game? No, no I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Not at all. So how are you going to ask for 50 fucking dollars? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You have to be adding a lot of content, a lot of loot, a lot of replay value. That's what I'm saying. I mean, usually, like, Gearbox fans are willing to, like, stick to the grind and, like, rehash the same shit over and over. Oh, my God. But I feel like... jump on a landmine for these games, But I feel like Borderlands 3 has kind of tested that with a lot of people, where, like, the replay value maybe hasn't been as high for some people. Yeah, for some people, the end game just, like, isn't worth it, Yeah, right? We we talked to Tyler about that, and he was like, yeah, it's it's not quite there the way I wanted it to be, and it's, it's kind of disappointing. No, he was actually really really disappointed mm-hmm. in borderlands 3 and he because um I, I always find this interesting i wanted I, we talked about this where i want to do another podcast mm-hmm. for like and just talk to people about their gaming habits because mm-hmm. he straight up was like i only buy like maybe one or two games a year with the expectation that i'm gonna ride that game out for hundreds of hours yeah that's crazy and i'm just like what the fuck yeah. so like games as a service was like made for yeah, you basically they made it just for tyler yeah like that's that's exactly the type of whale that like these publishers wish for right mm-hmm. um and I, i'm not that type of game you're not that type of gamer we're, n- we're not that type of gamer. i used to be that's the thing it's i yeah. think that's more for like the economical gamer the person yeah. who maybe buys a game every few months and has to that's kind fair. of just sit on it because of money reasons or life obligations or maybe you have a kid or you're in school or whatever the yeah, situation you're in school is. you got you're working two jobs like whatever the situation yeah. i'm not gonna i'm not so gonna you just you i have a sickness man and i don't have a girlfriend so i have yeah. I'm the perfect combination of somebody who can fucking spend 14 hours a day playing a fucking video Publishers game. Publishers love you. Yeah. yeah. Publishers want to suck me off. Let me tell you <laughs> You're what. the whale they're looking for. They're like, this motherfucker buys on launch day? He 
bought Anthem on launch day. Pre-orders? What Jesus the fuck? Christ. Where, where do we get more Kevins? Yeah. More suckers? <laughs> um, so we played a shit ton of Borderlands 3. We both got the Platinum. And then when Bloody Harvest came out, which was like their Halloween event, we played a bit of that too. That was a really short campaign though. It had you basically... Super underwhelmed. It wasn't a campaign. It was like literally They had you like do one fucking, mission. Yeah, it was a mission. Yeah. Where you have to fucking basically kill baddies and you get their ghost spirit souls and you get tokens or whatever. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. I don't know. I wasn't that into it. I mean, it Which was too brief. It, there, there wasn't anything really of substance there. That's the thing. We got sucked into it in a weird way where we were doing like the circle of slaughter. Yeah. And we're like, oh, why are there ghosts? Why are, Why is it harder now? <laughs> because it was the week that Bloody Harvest came Yeah, out. and it, it made and enemies like, like oh, a little harder. No. And it was yep. kind of an interesting dynamic to the, the combat. And they would do, like, they would make you cursed. So mm-hmm. your reticle would become bigger. Your shot would become more unstable. Or, like, your shield wouldn't recharge the same way. And, like, you had, like, sort of, like, status ailments on you. And that was, it was neat. But, like, I don't know. It wasn't substantial. And it also wasn't, like what we wanted to have happen while we were trying to grind out the fucking yeah. platinum i mean we got it even yeah still. We, we got it i think we glitched it yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah that whole fucking thing glitched because mm-hmm. like the boss didn't show up in the last round yeah before we beat it and i just ran to the fucking turn yeah. and i was like yeah Let's turn the shit <laughs> he's in. like i'm not doing that <laughs> but yeah so yeah. in terms of endgame stuff it left us kind of wanting like those sort of raid bosses that like borderlands yeah. 2 had or like you know the the grind for better gear just wasn't quite there yeah. so i don't know like how do you how do you feel about this new dlc like this season pass approach for this do you think it's enough to like get your dollar um not right away honestly yeah. like i i'm not caught up in the borderland zeitgeist anymore yeah. right? i think i it's was more long. of a part two guy and i was really into that and i was definitely really into the uh, expansion content for that mm-hmm. including tiny teeny's dlc being like my favorite of all time actually one of my favorite dlc's ever, ever. Yeah, yeah yeah it's it's amazing yeah i'm not seeing that from this and right? that was substantial that, that Super felt substantial. like a mini campaign yeah that felt like half of a fucking game yeah. right there yeah I, w- I would fucking i would trade that for pre-sequel <laughs> like entirely mm. Just it's gonna be more tiny tina's fucking dlc right but um yeah i i don't know i, I i'm just not as into it maybe mm-hmm. i'm getting older maybe it's the fact that the game is literally almost the same mm-hmm. like i really can't look at borderlands 3 and be like that's a substantial improvement i'm like not really that's the it's like the fucking pokemon improvement yeah it's like ah oh, some quality of life stuff here and there and some ui stuff but like it's the same fucking game i mean i think they had to play it safe and the yeah. little quality of life things do go a long way in terms of like you sure. know strafing and all that shit and fucking getting to what is it um what is it when you fucking jump over walls and shit vaulting vaulting there we go your your vault boy vaulting <laughs> your vault boy vaulting yeah uh, that shit yeah. felt so great the gunplay felt awesome like it was, yeah actually that felt super polished you know what to be fair to be fair to be fair borderlands 3 is what fucked up the outer world for yeah me because i kept on craving borderlands combat mm mixed with the storytelling of Outer Worlds and I wasn't getting that. I actually dropped Outer Worlds right now. I know people mm. are going nuts for it but I I picked up Death Stranding and I thought to myself the problem with the Outer Worlds is that I've played games exactly like that mm. and I've never played anything like Death Stranding. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to prioritize my time there. Yeah. It's it's hard too because Outer Worlds is a really great special sure. RPG and the writing is superb. But I like, think it would be a different story entirely if it had the same combat as Borderlands 3 because yeah. I, still, I still think it's one of the better fps combat you know i think it there. would go from being a great game to being an addictive game sure like, we couldn't get enough of it like For even sure. when borderlands was done we're like man we just want to play it you platinumed it you're like i just want to play borderlands 3 can you just put it on so i can play it with you and i'm like yeah I was weird peer pressure man but okay no and i was just like yeah i, I don't mind helping because i was like just yeah. on a because like the circle of slaughter is just pure combat mm-hmm. it's none of the fucking well it sells mr torg obnoxiously screaming at you and i 
God, he sucks in part three. I actually mm-hmm. liked him in part three. I liked what they did with him. Part three, he's garbage. Yeah. It's like, you well, can... he, was actual, he was an actual mission giver yeah. in part two. The, the, for this, he's just like cameo screaming. Yeah. Like, I, I really don't like him. He felt like movie. a caricature of himself, but that's how a yeah. lot of the characters felt. Honestly, yeah, all of them. Even so. like Tiny Tina is just like, you are a shadow mm-hmm. of what made you good. So I, I maybe that's why Borderlands 3, I'm just like, I have no fondness for this game in that that yeah. sense but i still always respected the gameplay yeah that's about it so when it comes to like getting expansions i'm way more hesitant now i'm actually i, I am less and less a uh dlc guy mm-hmm. i used to be back in the day but now it's like every oh game, yeah all the time every game does it now well it just it depends on the game and it depends on what you're giving me um i think i've been burned by games in the past like getting fucking assassin's creed season right. passes and fucking and um, then it's like oh the you spider-man mission was even yeah. kind of like overwhelming uh, underwhelming underwhelming yeah because it was the same thing yeah yeah so that's why i've been really burnt out on dlc and just have been abstaining from it entirely mm-hmm. so when i hear like oh we're doing this again i'm like ah, i'm already moved on mm-hmm. to like fucking five other games sorry I'm yeah like, i think the way to sell a person people like us rather is uh like expansions like doing the witcher approach mm-hmm. you know give us like a mini campaign that actually feels substantive and new yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, that's true. well, I mean, we always pitch if like God of War did like an expansion, like say they did. Like, I would have got that a Ragnarok DLC, and it's like here's a whole another ten to twenty hour game. Like I would have bought that shit up. I would have bought um, that right away. I don't know. This handsome Jack DLC seems cool though. He was always a character that was very intriguing, and I liked him as an antagonist. Yeah. Um, and obviously we didn't get any of him in 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 three. Although there was like a side mission where you like go through his old stuff. Mm-hmm. That was kind of interesting, but like to have a whole DLC dedicated to him and like an environment inspired by him, like that could be fun. You know, maybe yeah. he's like playing tricks on you. Maybe he's like, you know, yeah, you, you also fight like loader bots and Hyperion based enemies yeah. that weren't like present in part three because yeah. it was all like Malawan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be. Could be a cool. I'm throwback. not excited. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, not not no ill toward the game. I'm mm-hmm. just not excited about okay. it. That's fair. And also, a fucking fifteen dollar fifty dollar season it's pass. A lot. You can suck my whole fucking dick and <laughs> lick my asshole when you do it. Oh wow, Eminem. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they were like, "Hey, we're gonna actually give you prices for each one," if that was like fifteen bucks, I'd be like, uh, "Maybe." Yes. Yeah. It's fucking a lot. It is a lot. The last time I weighed something like that was um, for Fallout Four, when uh. their their season pass was like fifty bucks, but then like they had Far Harbor kind of billed as like here's a twenty thirty dollar expansion. I'm like, eh, maybe I'll get that outside of the whole pass because I heard that was pretty substantial. But I didn't even finished Fallout Four. I know. Did I lose cred with the gamers? No. No, they don't care about that. They don't care about Fallout 4. <laughs> <laughs> they get mad when you start saying New Vegas. Oh, I don't know about New Vegas. I go, what the fuck? Yeah. What, if, what are you? <laughs> I lose cred because I've never played it. New Vegas? Yep. I'm not mad at you. That's good. I wouldn't want you to be. I'm getting tired of Borderlands. Can we move to number three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, a- like that's literally how I feel about Borderlands. Mm-hmm. I'm just like exasperated by mm-hmm. it now. I went through it. I platinum it. I'm honestly, I was like, I'm, I was almost glad to be done with mm-hmm. it. I, I mean, like, I dreaded picking it up even. I was like, do I have to play this game? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I ended up playing it and liking it. Like, like I like a lot. it. I don't love it. Yeah. That's it. That's all it comes down to it, man. Okay. There's a lot of fucking games this year. That's true. Well, number three on here is something that hopefully you will love. A different three. A different three. Ah, yeah. yeah. We got um, new details on the PS5. That's the PlayStation 5 if you don't understand shorthand. Thank you. I know, right? I got to explain it to the gamers sometimes. Um, <laughs> could have been like a Persona abbreviation. It could have been. About. Yeah, right? You don't know anymore. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I can't trust anything. <laughs> so a lot of these details are rumors, leaks, this and that. But some of them, most of them actually, they, they pan to being something true because the people leaking them are kind of um, 
credited and, and known to have like leaked things in the past. Are they are they anywhere as credible as Spawn Wave? Um, <laughs> no, I mean Spawn Wave is pretty legit. No, okay, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying, man. What I'm saying. <laughs> we'll right. see, we'll see. All right, number three on here. While we knew that Sony's next gen gaming behemoth was slated for a holiday 2020 release, a recent leak by Twitter vigilante at PSE Rebus suggests not only a release date but a price. PSE Rebus tweeted on November 18th, quote, Sony Interactive will launch PlayStation 5 in several countries in the holiday season of 2020 and will make PlayStation 5 available in North America on November 20th, 2020 at a recommended retail price of $500. All right. Additionally, the leak suggests that Gran Turismo 7 will launch with the console. Oh, come on. Who cares? <laughs> um, another tweet reveals the extent of the, ca- the console's backwards compatibility, detailing that it will be compatible with most of the PlayStation discs that have been released since 1994. What? Yeah. Quote, nearly every developer who made a game that has been commercially released on PlayStation, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, or PlayStation 4. I was wondering where you're going there. Since 1994, <laughs> will be able to have their game played on PlayStation 5. Hashtag 25 years of play. Hashtag PlayStation 5. Hashtag PS5. If they fucking announce that. Yeah. That is, that's big. That's epic. I, I'm not going to take that away. That's big, yeah. dude. Every PlayStation. I have. Most. Oh. Most. Almost. Yeah, yeah. I wonder, are they going to add trophies to the older games? That would be cool. That would be fucking sick. I mean, they almost have to, knowing how important trophies are to like the con- the current gamer. What would that do to the ecosystem of, like, do you think they would reissue places? I know it would all be digital, mm-hmm. but do you think they would do specials where it's like, hey, you know, we've been getting a lot of traction on the original tomb raider yeah. so we're gonna fucking re-release the ps1 edition of probably it? that would be fucking i mean sick, this, dude digital sales and, and and seeing the logistics of people like putting in certain discs will definitely give them data to be like oh we should re-release this or that i'm a gamer and i'll buy the same thing over <laughs> and over again although Hell I, yeah. I hear that the the details and, and logistics of the backwards compatibility hasn't been ironed out yet yeah okay which is kind of a problem yeah, it's probably a, a very unique software and hardware challenge mm-hmm. to overcome, and it's why it's something that wasn't considered uh, priority one mm-hmm. for launch on, like, you know, PS4. Didn't they have it baked into, like, the PS4, but they took it out? PS3. Oh, it was in PS3. PS3 had uh, both PS1 and PS2 backwards mm-hmm. compatibility. Initially, right. And they took out the PS2 backwards compatibility because it made the system um, literally, like, 50 pounds, <sighs> and overheat yeah. expensive and i think that was when they're like yeah people will pay fucking six to eight hundred dollars for this mm-hmm. and then they realize yeah people won't do that <laughs> <laughs> so they had to like strip out features basically yeah. right actually ps3 launched as open source originally mm. and then they took it away they're like fuck you i don't know about that <laughs> yeah PS3 was a really interesting beast, but it stepped on a lot of rakes so they mm-hmm. had to continue cutting and iterating mm-hmm. until they got to what it was I mean, it had a kind of shoddy launch lineup. It really didn't become what it was until like 2007, 2008, or even like tell you the launch lineup. Uh, what was that one Ninja Theory game? Heavenly Sword. Ah, oh, there you go. Uh, I think the Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Layer, yeah, like weird, yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. weird um, games. Yeah, no, it wasn't Modern Warfare. It was fucking three. Oh, Call was it Duty Call of Three? Duty? Yeah, okay. that was wow. one of them. Yeah, oh, I know. Uh, and a lot of just like weird third party shit. Like I feel like PS3 didn't become what we love it as until like, I don't know, the Uncharted game started coming in full swing or like the, the mid generation really. Yeah, that's fair. $500, though, doesn't seem unreasonable for, like, the tech that they've been touting. No, I, I remember I, I kind of hit it where it was like, I think 500 is, like, mm-hmm. they might go 550 is what I said. But yeah. I think 500 is a sweet spot. Because it's I always said it's never going to be 400 yeah. I don't think it's going to be 400 at launch. And, like, I think with the solid-state drive and all that it's trying to tow backwards compatibility, yeah. having to have all these mm-hmm. drivers and things in place to make these things function and 
fully capable, yeah, you have to have a higher price. Well, let me, I know you got more on here, but let me tell you real quick. If they launch with complete backwards compatibility, mm-hmm. I don't think anyone's going to bat a fucking eye at 500 bucks. No, well, I think it's worth the fucking price value alone there. Boom. Bundle it with the bouncer. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bundle it with 50 cents blood on the sand. <laughs> Please. Please. <laughs> Give it trophies. Yep. Um, Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's that's, that's cool. Um, assuming it's not all just, like, rumors and leaks and that it's all true, but uh, this dude has been known to, to leak stuff in the past that's been true, so. The next one on here, though. He's going to piss off Jim Ryan, man. Oh, yeah, well, whatever. And he's going to send the European Terminator, Herman Holstein. <laughs> oh, no, not the Holstinator. <laughs> I am the host. And then he fucking just... By Gorilla Games. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, just going to be a hologram of him. Target has been zero dawned. <laughs> oh, wow, that's good. The second item on this PlayStation <laughs> docket, um, a patent for the PS5 controller has also been leaked. While it hasn't been revealed as the DualShock 5 yet, just you wait, because we can bet it will be called that be called just that i think they should call it the moon handle the moon handle <laughs> why or the crescent controller didn't they used to wasn't the original name for like the ps3 or the ps4 like dual shock called like the boomerang or some shit it was because yeah. it looked like a weird boomerang <laughs> yeah. Dumb. yeah names yeah. are dumb no just keep it dual shock dual shock five works i understand what that means it's not gonna be a surprise yeah just yeah. like <laughs> this is the fifth dual shock dude yeah. fuck whatever i mean Christ. if you're gonna be as lazy as your naming conventions with your console just do the same thing with the controllers exactly no why do you need to you. name your controllers anyway yeah exactly this one is Osiris. Oh, I like that. That was actually a code name for PS3, I think. Osiris. Was it really? Yeah. Fresh. Yeah, fresh. I like Egyptian shit. Mm. Um, so some of the stuff is coming from from GameSpot. Uh, James O'Connor. Go give him a click because he, he put together this. Good stuff. Um, the oh, controller- my <laughs> oh, my shillelagh. The controller appeared on the website for a Japanese patent office and suggests a very similar design to the DualShock 4. There are some differences, though. The joysticks are smaller. <gasps> the triggers appear larger and sturdier, resembling the adaptive triggers on the Xbox One controller. This will likely be better suited for the reported haptic feedback that they're trying to kind of build into it. Cool. While there is still a touchpad, the light bar is absent, which should hopefully extend the battery life of the controller. Um, and it has a USB-C charging port. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Because my phone does too. That means multiple devices in my home will have this cord. Yes. Fantastic. Kind of awesome. I like Universality. that. And I also like they're getting rid of the light bar because I don't think anybody ever figured out what to do with it beyond just like, um, your health is low. We could make this orange and then red. And it's like, some uh, games okay. do interesting things with it. Like, didn't Star Wars do something with it? We're based off the glow <laughs> it's of your the same lightsaber. Thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you're choosing your lightsaber color, it just like changes mm. with the color. And I'm like, that's cool. But you know what's funny about the light bar? It's fucking pointed away from me. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, I'm not going to flip my controller up to be staring at this light bar, right? I don't game with like pointing the goddamn yeah. light in my face. Sometimes I'll see it reflecting off like yeah. my phone screen because it'll be like in front of me or like <laughs> exactly. my bed. I'm like, what is this weird glow? I'm like, oh, it's my controller. It's only ever caused confusion since 2013. I, yeah, I would say the, the combined light bar and the touchpad have yeah. only cr- created chaos for people. <laughs> exactly, because the touchpad is all, often been regulated as the map button uh-huh. rather than being literally a touch button in any sort of way Mm -hmm. like some games do it and it doesn't even feel that good where it's like i can kind of half scroll if i do (laughs) you know like so i'm just like fucking kill these buttons dude what what are they here for i mean they got to do something big with the the touchpad to really make it worth keeping no one does no one does anything with a touchpad i like what 
Blizzard did with it for Overwatch, where you can basically like hit the touchpad and you can see like team stats or like what's going on in the match currently. Yeah, like you it, know who's alive on the enemy team or who's alive on your that, team. Still, that literally does not utilize the technology of the fact that it's touch. That mm-hmm. is literally just relegating the map or select button mm-hmm. to a bigger button. Yeah, and at that point, I'm just like, what are we doing? Yeah, but who cares? And in fact, it's obnoxious because now the share and options button are like tiny little... They're going to be smaller. Tiny little click jobs. Yeah. And I don't like that. I'm just like, no, I need you to be more like tactile here. Yeah. Right? So Be thumb-sized. Be thumb-sized. Yeah. Like decrease the size of the touchpad, make those buttons bigger, boom. Be actual buttons, not like... Yeah, like not, indents on the controller. <laughs> yeah, not like... You remember those things where you had to reset like a, like a fire alarm with a fucking pen? <laughs> yeah. That's basically where they're, where they're Every at. Every time I'm trying to take a screenshot, I fucking have to get a safety <laughs> pin out. It's exactly. a pain in the ass. Exactly. That's what those buttons are. Fuck that. Make it better. <laughs> Some games utilize it cool where you actually can swipe on it. Like Days yeah. Gone did that where you can swipe between menus. I thought that was pretty yeah, neat. But like, that's it. You're not fully utilizing it at all. Nah, dude. Yeah. Let me touch some stuff. But let me touch Norman Reedus's face when we get into like the into the yeah. private room. Uh-huh. Let me just like wipe the tears from his eyes oh, with the touchpad. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Let me put the touchpad to my face <laughs> and, and soothe him and BB. <laughs> let me crack open a monster. With the touchpad. <laughs> with the touchpad. <laughs> put a tab on the controller. That's where you just <laughs> bottoms up with your DualShock Five. In the speaker, you can hear it fucking dripping into. <laughs> Sony, you need us on yeah. your fucking. T- Where's Mark Cerny? Needs Mark Cerny, us. I know you're a genius. You're the lead architect of everything PlayStation right. now, but, but we got some ideas. Sometimes the dumbest ideas are the billion dollar ideas, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. I'm excited for this controller, and I think the adapt adaptive triggers are kind of cool like i don't play xbox games but like the triggers on that controller are fucking solid they are and that's something i've been missing like i really 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 love the dualshock 4 design i Mm -hmm. think it's like one of the most comfortable controllers i have oh yeah i just i crave it when i play other consoles like when i'm playing my fucking pro controller on my switch i'm like it doesn't feel like a dualshock it doesn't feel like a dualshock right but the triggers could use some improvement i would i would like to see them do exactly what what you've outlined i mean if you're trying to do the haptic feedback too where you're trying to actually like okay pull back a bow and feel like the tightness of it or feel like Uh, the drawback of it you know like you have to have that so yeah good shit yeah I'm there. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it for 500 bucks. As buggy as it is, mm-hmm. as maybe it'll fucking... I, I put in my copy of Dino Crisis in there and it brings back shards. Like it shoots <laughs> shards at me as I'm playing it. Whatever. I'll, I'm there day yeah. one. You got me Herman Holst. You got me Jim Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got me the ghost of Shuhei who still works there, but he's a ghost. Yeah. He's doing that fucking Indies initiative. <laughs> he's just dragging his feet through the corridors <laughs> of Sony. You just hear him coming down. He's like, that's old man shoe. He's like the ghost in the Silent Hills demo. (laughs) (laughs) What shoe working on these days? And it's like, I don't know. Patapon 4? I I really couldn't tell. I mean, he's got to carry on that brand for Greg. God, he's becoming transparent. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but that's all we got on that for for the moment. Holiday 2020 sounds legit, though. Sounds fucking legit. You got another one? I got a number four for you. We're going to round out the news with some big news. Valve is back in the game, baby. Who? Va- uh, Valve Corporation. They're oh. they're in they're in uh, Bellevue. Belle- oh, yeah, I, I used Bellevue, to do deliveries there. Washington. Do they make games though? Not for a while. Hmm. It's been a Not while. for a while, actually. What is the last game Valve made? Was it Left 4 Dead? I actually answered that in this oh, article. Oh, do you? Really? Yeah, yeah, I really <laughs> did do it. So let me get into it. Okay. So Valve announces they are finally making a new Half Life. Just not the one you want. <laughs> sorry. It has been 12 years since Half-Life Episode 2... Oh, sorry. Half-Life 2 Episode 2 released. 
but with the rise of Steam came the fall of Valve's game development efforts, at least in the AAA space. While recent years have seen the company shift focus to supporting Dota 2 and launching a reviled online card game called Artifact, which is technically the last game that they made. Oh, what? Uh-huh. Ugh. Valve's stalwart, stalwart franchises like Portal, Left 4 Dead, and Half-Life have gone dormant. Mm. That was until Valve announced a new full-length Half-Life game is slated for March 2020. What? Except it's not the Half-Life 3. (laughs) (laughs) And it can only be played in virtual reality. Like, holy shit. Ooh, that's that's bad. (sighs) It's okay. In terms of segmenting its fan base. Yeah, We'll get there, right? Half-Life Alex sees the fan-favorite supporting character Alex Vance take on the lead role for a story set between the events of Hmm. Half-Life 1 and 2. Valve claims it's still very much a Half-Life game, with, quote, world exploration, puzzle-solving, visceral combat, and an intricately woven... Woven? Woven? (laughs) Woven! An intricately woven story that connected all with the characters iconic to the Half-Life universe, end quote, and that the game is roughly the same length as its 2004 predecessor, which is about about, mm, 15 to 20 hours max. So that's longer than most VR games. Yeah. 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 Because most true. VR games are like 10 hours max or like maybe like an hour to two hours, depending. Yeah. Honestly, a lot of them are super short. Like mm-hmm. I would say like way less than, mm-hmm. than eight hours at yeah. that point. But yeah, it's a full fledged game. Cool. The title's intended for the company's own stab at VR tech, the Valve Index. <sighs> really? Really? Anyway. Sure. But it all it's also compatible with other PC based headsets. So put your PSVR away. Who am I kidding? You've already put that in the drawer. Come on. Whereas Half-Life 2 introduced the physics fuckery of the gravity gun, Alex will utilize gravity gloves to manipulate both enemies and the environment, which actually super makes yeah, sense with the design works. of VR, right? So Robin Walker, a design and program a designer and programmer that works for Valve, told IGN that ex Campo Santos employees are helping develop Half-Life Alex. Walker said, quote, they've brought the storytelling skill they honed in firewatch to bear on half-life alex but in that regard they're like the rest of us at valve people who played half-life one and two took parts of it into their own games honed those parts into something even better and are now bringing that knowledge back to what inspired them in the first place end quote Hmm. in a video interview with jeff kojima's friend keely walker said this game isn't half-life 3 because taking on that project would be terrifying (laughs) that's the whole reason it's something that i've always known was the truth nobody wants to like drop that game and have the expectations like shattered you know because the expectations too too high it's a lot to live up to nobody wants to be there for like oh man half-life 3 got sixes (laughs) you know like nobody wants to do that so it's easier to just be like nah dog so his quote was to some extent vr was a way we could fool ourselves into believing we had a way to do this Mm -hmm. the way the gravity gun helped us in half-life 2 it became the tentpole you could wrap so much around so vr became this thing we could wrap everything around Whereas Half-Life 3, if it's like, tomorrow you're working in Half-Life 3, it's like, oh god. <laughs> End quote. <laughs> they like, know. Like, they legit know, like, uh, we don't want to do that right now. Although they did come out and say, like, it's not off the cards still mm-hmm. to this day. I'm sure they're, the they're going to use this as a test to see if there's still a pulse for Half-Life as a franchise and see what they could do with it. I think there absolutely is a pulse. I think they prioritize this because, like, they could actually get a team to mm-hmm. see this through because they don't have the pressure of Half-Life 3. Mm-hmm. It is a very, very deliberate thing to be like, this is more of like a spinoff. 
off or like a mid quill yeah than it is that three you're looking for i mean i don't know there's still gonna be expectation if you're gonna set it around a character who's known from the mm-hmm. franchise i don't i don't uh, full disclosure i don't know shit about half-life that's right i know it's legacy i know how it's influenced games like bioshock and like you know very narrative driven games uh my legacy is i've actually never played the first half-life yeah but i which is super influential dropped in 98 mm-hmm. fucking changed the landscape right paved the way for games like bioshock and all yeah it has like everything yeah it has deep legacy deep roots right and then half-life 2 i definitely played but i played it as a part of the orange box so oh, yeah, I remember that, that included the expansions episode one and episode two which continued the narrative of part two okay um and it was supposed to conclude with episode three which never came out mm. episode three never came out and so the thinking was over time that well that probably morphed into half-life 3 but half-life 3 never happened okay we saw concept art here and there. We saw people saying like, no, Valve did put together a team to make this happen. And we saw just... whole fucking interviews with Gabe Newell about it. Right. <laughs> it just, it did not happen. And I think that honestly was the pressure and maybe them trying to answer the question. So what is like the crux of this game? Mm-hmm. We had the gravity gun for part one. And to an extent we had the crowbar. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The gravity gun for part two. And then we had the crowbar for part one. Like mm-hmm. we, we have, we wrapped our design mythology around this thing that lets you manipulate the environment and interact with it in a way that other games wouldn't have let you sure so what the fuck is part three gonna do i mean you would have to do more physics-based shit more manipulation more sci-fi like bring up the stakes i almost feel like what part three could have had is what eventually became portal Mm. right i think that was the thing that was like you know what this could have worked you could have built an entire story around the Mm -hmm. portal manipulation but it just turned into that project and that was based off of um i forget it was it was like a design project from some students okay what portal was and they're like oh it looks pretty good but it ended up becoming portal instead of becoming half-life i mean portal is very very cool and very cherished and that's more like puzzle based like around every corner where i know like half-life has puzzles but that's not the entire crux of the game right no it, it it's a very narrative adventure yeah. with like figuring out the environment and fighting enemies too yeah. so i think that could be cool mm-hmm. mixing that portal combat with like half-life and i always thought that that's what part three would have been in yeah. fact when portal came out i was just kind of like is this it's set in the half-life universe mm-hmm. they mentioned that so wouldn't it make sense that maybe this was a test bed for what part three's convention was going to be mm-hmm. and i was actually kind of shocked that it never came into fruition like that we got portal 2 instead which was probably a better bet mm-hmm. on Valve's side but i always thought yeah. that like the next evolution of half-life was like make an entire game based around those portals dog that'd be cool do it there was a shooter that did earlier this year where it was like portal meets like fucking destiny oh uh... i forget the name of it but it was it was really cool. Like you could drop portals and fucking. It was like a first person shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know the name of it though. I don't remember, but I remember games that would fuck with that kind mm-hmm. of convention. Like hell, even as early as like uh, the first Prey had like mm-hmm. portal based combat and stuff like that. Didn't Titanfall have it as well? Yeah, it Kinda. did. Okay, it did. It did. And then it had like time swapping shit, which yeah. was really cool. I don't know anything about uh, about Half Life. I think it's cool that they're getting like ex Campo Santo people because mm-hmm. like Firewatch had like a really cool story. And if you're gonna build like a very narrative driven VR game, like why not have like the best of the best come on board and like help with that? And they're doing the thing that uh, that you like, mm-hmm. which is they're going away from the silent protagonist. Mm. They said that Alex Vance is a spoken character, and they did recast her, which is eh, kind of unfortunate. That's but cool. I, I can I can see why they did it, but. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's been 12 fucking years. Yeah, it's been right? some time. So, like, voice actors sound different over time. They do. They definitely that's, do. that's the truth of the yeah. matter. Unless you're fucking um, Nancy Cartwright. <laughs> oh, she yeah. She always sounds the same. Yeah, always sounds the same. Always yeah. the same. Um, so, it, so your main character for the first time in a Half-Life game speaks, which is pretty cool. Because mm. Gordon Freeman does not talk. Yeah, I didn't think so. He is the archetype for a silent protagonist in video games. Yeah. So, when you see it in a game, it's literally because it's like a callback to Half-Life. 
Yeah, you can thank Half Life for that one. So wow. okay, I mean, yeah. it is what it is. Like games do it. It is fine. Games do it's, it. it's so much better now when like a game doesn't do it. Like, could you imagine if fucking if Jess in Control was silent? If you didn't get her personal relationship with like her brother or like the shit had happened in her hometown, and she I don't was think just that game would have worked right? the whole time. Like, yeah, no. like that game hinges on her <laughs> emotional response to thing uh-huh. and her like interacting with the world around her. And though she's so, a very stoic character, yeah. that's she still has like a personality and still reacts to mm-hmm. stuff. And I I prefer that more. But like you have two different like types of gamers when it comes to this thing, right? Mm-hmm. The type of gamers that love Skyrim, mm-hmm. which is I am my character, yeah. versus those that are willing to slip into the role of somebody else. I prefer slipping into the role of somebody else. I like being given a yeah, main protagonist I right i mean that's how i am too like most games i don't even want to do a character creator i'm like i don't want to be my own thing just make me a character yeah make me the thing make me a person that's yeah. ingrained in this world that's not just me but you know? like i do get that like you know adding voice acting components and animations and all that shit like it's you know assets and time and money and sometimes it's cheaper to just be like hey we're gonna have a silent protagonist yeah honestly <laughs> like yeah <laughs> uh but yeah i i think it's um when it comes to this project as a half-life fan myself it's disappointing mm-hmm. It's disappointing because, like, well, one, I'm not on PC. Yeah. I know that, that the legacy of Half-Life is PC, sure. but, like, I'm not on it, man. Mm-hmm. I didn't experience Half-Life until it came out for 360, to be fair. Yeah. So, I feel like when, when Valve started doing that and, like, doing the uh, Orange mm-hmm. Box and then bringing, like, Left 4 Dead to console, like, like they were bridging the gap, and that was awesome. But yeah. now you're segmenting people by being like, hey, we got our own special Valve VR, and, you know, fuck all your other VR components because, like, we're going to make it the destination place to play this game. I mean, you could use other VR headsets on it. Oh, is that what they were saying? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's totally functional with other VR headsets, but mm-hmm. like it's it's supposed to be the killer app for it, right? If you get uh, Valve Index, what the fuck is that name? Yeah. Um, you get this game for free, apparently. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's kind of like an incentive. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. You remember when when stuff launched with games, Daniel? <laughs> I, 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 I fucking forgot those days, yeah. right? You know, I, <laughs> I always remember when my uh, I got the 360 for my birthday, mm. and I told my dad, like, okay, I got to pick up these games, and he was just like, doesn't come with one and i told him like no it doesn't he goes what the fuck yeah. like he straight up was like what the fuck yeah that makes no sense because he straight up remember he was like i remember getting like your brother a super nintendo that came with one of the mario games yeah. and Different i was like times. i was like yeah it came with super mario world i'm sorry <laughs> that don't happen no more even nintendo don't <laughs> i mean sometimes nintendo does it but it's like we're gonna pack yeah. in a digital code for a game you're not gonna get a fucking cartridge yeah, fuck that shit. like they did that a lot with um with the switch with like mario kart deluxe like they're like mm-hmm. oh you're not gonna get that fucking i didn't cartridge. get no game yeah. with my shit <laughs> i had to explain that to my uncle he's like oh so i'm not getting a physical game and i'm like nope no. nope sorry so it works no yeah more. do you but, think we'll ever see this on console uh no no okay because not every console has a VR component like Xbox doesn't. So True. I don't think we're going to see that. I think mm-hmm. only maybe it could come to console, but I don't think it's a priority for Valve okay. right now. I I don't know what their priorities are anymore. Just, just publishing. Just fighting Epic. Yeah, basically. <laughs> right? Yeah, this is disappointing. And also the other barrier of entry is that like, I think VR is nifty, but VR is not for everybody. Mm-hmm. And VR is not at a state where it's like totally comfortable to slip in and play for extended periods of time. Mm-hmm. So you tell me there's a 15 hour game. Mm, that's exhausting that's a lot to ask of people who might not be acclimated to it yeah so i think this is gonna like hit people a little wrong to like hey yay finally valve's doing something with Mm half-life oh no they're doing this with half-life this this is how it goes sometimes Mm -hmm. though right it's like it's one of those things where it's like who the fuck asked for this man Mm -hmm. who the fuck like literally who was just like please god give us half-life in vr if they said that statement they're literally like hey i want you to port like half-life 2 in vr because it might be cool they don't mean give me the next game. Yeah, and like I think it is a cool thing yeah. as a complimentary expansion. Yeah, but like not the full feature. Like, oh, this is our next Half Life. It's all mm-hmm. VR. 
Yeah, I'll be interested in it. Whatever. I guess we just have to watch long plays on YouTube to understand what this yeah. game is. Yeah, we'll have to see like people and their their feedback about it. I don't know. I'm I, I'm interested to hear what people have to say about it. Could be badass. Who knows? Could be a badass. Um, I think it was um, Alana Pierce. She did like an AMA on YouTube, hmm. and they were asking her like what she knew about like Half Life Three, and she's like, "There's a Half Life in development. It's going to be in VR." And people were like, "Didn't fucking believe her." And yep. then this came out, and she's like, "I told you, <laughs> I told you, <laughs> I told you yeah. that like nobody wants to believe it because it's legitimately the thing that nobody wanted." Yeah, that's a problem. I don't understand why companies just like push forward anyway, right? Like you had to have known that it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, everybody wants a Half Life Three, and I get that they're terrified to make it, but even still, what if they just said like, hey, Half Life Alex is gonna have like a normal way to play, mm. you know? But I don't know. That's all you had to do, you know? Like what's it so- changes the whole design of the game? I it, get that it does too. I but- mean, it's like what Sony did with fucking um, Resident Evil Seven. Like there was a whole way to play that game in first person in you know normal mode, and then there was a whole way to play it in VR. Bingo. So- not so hard. But that game wasn't first person. Is is Half Life a first person game? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I guess that works. <laughs> my boy doesn't know nothing about Half Life. I don't know. Actually, my give me boy, give me like a thirty second don't... overview. What is Half Life? All right, dude. Half Life. Basically, <laughs> I you... don't know. I'm a sweet summer child. <laughs> you play as a fucking. Uh, is it a physicist? No, hang on. Let me look up. Hang on. I want to get this right. I okay. want to get this right. Get this, this is right. like when you had to explain Silent Hill to me, like and um, who Maria was and who fucking the other one was um mary is his wife that he fucking suffocated mm-hmm. and then maria is a manis- manifestation of his guilt yeah okay. essentially actually half-life starts with a man by the name of gordon freeman he is a silent man he wears glasses he looks like this he looks he's just wearing, like you he's wearing a suit no he looks like my friend adam actually okay he looks exactly like adam <laughs> yeah anyway uh his first appearances in half-life gordon freeman is an american man from seattle oh. who graduated from mit with a phd in theoretical physics okay. which always made it a unique game because you're not playing as a soldier mm-hmm. you're playing as a scientist it's kind of like the dead space yeah. approach where like you play as an engineer and your weapons exactly are very in fact based. i wouldn't be surprised if, if that was actually like inspired by half-life okay um oh yeah true and, it's silent protagonist in the mm. first game too and you work at a place called the black mesa research facility mm. long story short they basically punch a hole through another dimension that lets these fucking aliens and forces of nature come through mm. and plague the facility including the infamous head crab which is literally a crab that attaches itself <laughs> to your head and eats your brain <laughs> They used to sell hats oh, <laughs> for cool. it. Yeah. Remember when I used to work for Glitch? Yeah. Yeah. We sold, sold the fucking head oh crabs. Yeah. No, I, I know you guys sold like a shit ton of Black Mesa shirts. Right. I had one. They're, they're comfy. Right. So that's a whole point of part one. Okay. Literally, it's like a disaster game and it was like revolutionary because it was a very cinematic, like first person uh, kind of shooterist title. Part two ups the fucking ante mm. by sending you like 50 years into the future oh, playing the same character, but a the aliens that punch through to our dimension mm-hmm. called the Combine have taken over the the planet okay and have basically a totalitarian dictatorship over okay. everybody pretty much enslaving all of us mm-hmm. and have or, and gordon freeman is the free man he's got to liberate everyone all of earth yes that's cool indeed but, okay so and then the episodes that came after those are just like standalone like episodes that occurred not after even the standalone fact. i mean yes standalone in the sense that they're one by one yeah. but these episodes are a direct continuation to the story events that occur in half-life 2 okay because it doesn't like um it doesn't quite end you get like a nice little wrapper in half-life 2 but then it continues on okay. but the worst thing that happened daniel and this is why people want half-life 3 is that episode 2 ended on a cliffhanger sure it did and it never ended <laughs> we've never got a resolution to that story wow not ever 
Yeah, and we've seen a bunch of production art for part three that shows like um, like aperture facilities and mm. stuff like that, oh, which is really cool. That'd been cool. Crossover. Yeah, it, it they are in the same universe. Mm. Actually, Portal takes place like literally like way beyond uh, Half Life okay. in some form or fashion, but we just don't know how much how much I mean, else ties Portal in. very much seems like it's set in the yeah. very far future. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. There you go. That's Half Life. All right. I guess I got to play it sometime. Gordon Freeman has glasses, according to this Wikipedia article. He also is wearing glasses, as pictured by the picture. <laughs> okay, yeah. cool. Well, yeah, I had always been curious, because it's like, I've heard so much about it, and people fucking, like, get fucking erections over it, every other word, and I'm like, oh, cool, sounds great. But I've never had access to it, you know? I want a remastered one. Mm. Part two. At least remaster part two. I love part two. Part two is, like, one of my favorite games. Mm. I don't talk about it that much, because I always feel, like, a little insecure, because I'd never played part one. Mm-hmm. Because, like, don't have a PC. Yeah, and yeah. you kind of feel like um, an imposter with it. You're yeah. like, yeah, so I played two, I can like that. But, like, oh, I didn't play them all, so I guess I can't right. speak on the whole franchise. Nah, right. that's bullshit. If you like yeah, two, you like yeah. two, dog. Yeah, and then the, the logo for the game is pretty uh, famous because yeah. it's Lambda logo. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, yeah, yeah. very cool. Now you know about Half-Life. This Boom. is very educational. I've been informed. Yeah, and then Uncle David will know now, too. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> we have to explain video games to him sometime. Yeah, of course. Cool. Um, all right, well, I guess we're done talking about the news. Okay, bye! Let's explain some games we've been playing. I want you to talk to me about where you're at and what you're feeling in Jedi Fallen Order. I know you had some some additional impressions. Sure. I honestly haven't played too much more of it. I probably put okay. maybe five to ten more hours into it. Oh, Jesus. I got through, yeah, it's not that much. Like, whereas, like, you beat it this week. Yeah. Um, I spent some more time on Kashyyyk um, and traversed some, some other planets. I went to, I guess, the home planet of Darth Maul or wherever his fucking species from. Yeah, aren't the, the Shadow Brothers or yeah. something? Yeah, like the Red Planet. There's a bunch of Shadow Witches. I don't know, but you meet a really cool character there. Mm-hmm. Marin is awesome. So and fine. I do. I do still really love it. I think it's a, a phenomenal game. She's like, fine. <laughs> Yeah. Everything I said about Star Wars on our last episode still stands true. I think it's a very complete Star Wars package in terms of narrative, spacefaring, all that. It feels great. The charm, awesome, awesome, awesome. I just, I think it's some um, kind of like a jack of all trades, maybe master of none with like all of its gameplay components. Sure, the traversal, it's there, it's cool. It's never going to feel as great as like Tomb Raider Uncharted. Sure, mm. the combat has polish. It feels better than any Star Wars game has. But when a game like this came out in the same year as Sekiro, you look at it backwards and you're like, okay, well, Sekiro had the better technical combat. It felt more polished. Your attacks actually registered in a way that felt like meaningful. Sometimes the combat here feels kind of floaty, kind of gummy. It doesn't like stick as well as it should, but like, it's still good for what it is, you know? Yeah, it's it's still just... good, but like I ran into a fight uh, toward the end where you get into more like lightsaber on lightsaber fights mm-hmm. and that gumminess really leads to frustration yeah you know you get stuck in a fight where you're just like dude this is not fair like i'm fucking parrying at the wrong time almost every time because mm-hmm. it just doesn't feel as precise as it could be yeah and you do have to make like value plays too because um i got the double bladed uh lightsaber and that's dope as fuck but yeah. you can't use that in technical fights the same way you would like the single blade no i feel like you have way more control of the single blade I yeah think they, i think they even say that the double blade is more meant for um like crowd clear crowd control yeah and it, it is cool but you have to make those calls in the moment of like okay do i want to use this yeah i look fucking dope using it but yeah. it's like it's not as effective and like you said before it's not as powerful yeah it's not um, as powerful and it's like it, it's more of like a gimmick at some points mm-hmm. than it is like mm, this is the best way to play i mean getting it was cool like they i think they rolled it in as like a story beat and i was like wow yeah. this is an awesome find and like that's the cool thing about the game that's still exploration gripping me. like the exploration and the narrative beats are still really really gripping me um or even how they intro you to some planets like when you go on a kashi 
Like, they're like, okay, hey, uh, kind of spoilers here. We're going to fucking um, hijack an ATAT, and you're going <laughs> to commandeer that onto the planet. You're going to fucking blast out these imps and, like, take over the base. And like, It was such a big, cool moment. It was too. so cool. I was like, this feels like a very big AAA moment, yeah. but it's Star Wars, and it makes you feel so cool and, like, evolved in the world. And it, it feels special because, like, you've spent so much time in games, like, taking them down or, like in movies even like seeing like the heroes like come together to take one down it's like i'm in one i'm piloting yeah this is rad so like those moments are really really great i do think it is a very supreme metroidvania in some ways we didn't really talk about it too much last week um in terms of like the exploration and backtracking um it's kind of the control effect and god of war effect where it's like as you build your ability set you become so much more fucking powerful yeah. and like i think when i got the pull ability i was like now i feel like a jedi now i feel like right. a god and it's like that control thing where it's like the more i get the cooler i feel and going back and exploring the world feels nice it feels awesome to just like kind of zip through and like not be barred for certain things mm-hmm. i do like the metroidvania approach more as like uh it feels more like um god of war the more i sit with it yeah like god yeah, of war and arkham that. where i'm like cool there's like a really cool meaningful well fleshed out world to explore here less like games like in the 2d space like hollow knight or you know castlevania maybe like castlevania lords of shadow because it's like you know it's kind of akin to that in the 3d mm-hmm. space but no, I, I love what it does as a Metroidvania. That, I think that's where it kind of shines the most, but also sometimes that's where it gets hurt the most. Some of the map design ain't that great. Because it's not really fleshed out and, and, and no. good level design sometimes. And I'll get like off the beaten trail, like a story beat will happen and then like something will become unlocked because I get a new ability and then I just go off the path and I'm like, wait, now I'm stuck. I didn't mean to go this way. Yeah. Really. I wasn't supposed to and now I can't get out. And there's, yeah, there's <laughs> not a clear way to get back to where you really want to yeah. go or press forward in the right way. Like I'm looking at the map going like, this is not helping. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to fucking get there. Why is this marked on my map if I can't do anything with it? What stupid crevice <laughs> am I not seeing that I have to slip no. through that's like in some shadow area? <laughs> it's so fucking frustrating like i'll yeah. sit down on a night i'm stoked i'm like i'm gonna play jedi fallen order i'm gonna make substantial progress and then i spend an hour to two hours stuck and backtracking to the same yeah. fucking temple and i'm yeah. like why isn't it more clear-cut like i said before the signposting isn't as defined as it could be True. and when i say signposting i just mean like okay here's a definitive like waypoint or way out or like here's a clearly marked thing that i know will take me to the next spot and it's like mm-hmm. you obviously you you build the foundation as you go you know what you can wall run on you know what you can fucking actually interact with but like it's not as clear as it could be sometimes yeah it doesn't give you those so, visual cues all of the yeah. time in a consistent manner I, I i totally see that whereas like god of war does it yeah. very well horizon very well. does it you, so well you know exactly what you're missing right yeah. like you can see like i definitely haven't been there mm-hmm. in star wars i'm just like damn it's so intricate around here to like capture that that kind of grit to star wars Mm -hmm. that things kind of blend into each other Mm -hmm. like not in a bad way but just in a way where it's like oh i didn't know i can climb that yeah oh i can't see that that's a thing that i can go past so that's where it gets like kind of convoluted here Mm -hmm. and there and that's the only thing been detracting from like especially the end game yeah for me i beat the game and like i i was actually tired at the thought of like going back and getting all the collectibles Mm -hmm. and that's why i was like all right back to death stranding (laughs) like i do think the worlds are really really well designed and like they look amazing they look amazing the level design within them is sometimes a little rough that's all yeah that's all yeah Um, and it kills the momentum of mm -hmm. like the story where it's like hey i'm excited to go back to my ship and go to this next planet and find out more about the jedi yeah yeah but i can't get out of the temple it's like i I can't fast travel to my ship so it's like i gotta run all the way fucking backwards to this level where all the enemies are already dead 
Oh my or God. worse yet, the enemies start like respawning and kill me as I try to work my way back to so, the ship. That's fucking irritating. We, we didn't really talk about this last week where it kind of plays like a Dark Souls game and that like when you yeah. sit down at the little meditation points, the enemies respawn. In most Soulsborne games, you can at least teleport between those points. Yeah. Here you can't. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just emblematic of it being more like a Metroidvania, but most Metroidvanias let you fast travel. Or give you like a quick way to just spit back yeah. out to the start of the level, and like you this unlock doesn't do it. You unlock shortcuts that help yeah. you like go back through areas quicker, but it doesn't get you back to the main area or like the start of the level any quicker. Also, so I, it's a little frustrating. I'm gonna make one aside here as well. I think the first five times I went down an ice slide, it was fun. <laughs> yeah, but the ten times afterward. <laughs> I was just like, come on, yeah. come on. Especially the one that has like the blades rotating that you got to slow down with oh, the horsepower. Yeah. I don't always nail those, dude. <laughs> and I'm literally like, I've already done this level. I'm yeah. just trying to get collectibles. This is fucking frustrating, right? I am a god. Why can't I just rip these blades right, out? Right, <laughs> like, right. Just throw them to the side or something. No, I, I will <laughs> yeah. say like, yeah, some of it's not super well polished like that. But like when you do build your ability yeah. sets and like, you're like, okay, I'm going to wall run and then jump on this rope and then wall run again and then slow down time here. Yeah. Like, and you do it all in perfect succession. It feels cool. I think it's like with any Soulsborne game, and I'm just going to use it in that term, when you hit the clicking point with certain like abilities or combat, then you're like, oh, now this game fits. Now I know yeah. how to actually like master it. And like, I think I hit the clicking point like one of the last times I sat down with it. And I'm like, cool. I think I really got a good grasp of how this game should feel and play mm-hmm. through and through. So mm-hmm. it just, it took a while to get there. Um, still really enamored with it. I just, I didn't get to spend as much time with it this week, sadly. Okay. Makes sense. You I did. really love it. I beat it. Yeah. So how, it. how do you feel? I mean... We're not going to get into spoilers, obviously. Mm-hmm. We'll do a spoiler cast, but uh, how do you think Do it... you want to do a full-on review I, cast? I think we stuff? could, I'm yeah. fine, okay. I, um, I'll hold back some impressions then. Where, where do you think it sat as, like, a whole experience? Do you think it actually, like, resolved its own story? Do you think it fits well in terms of, like, fitting in the established Star Wars canon? I, th- I think, um, basically, the challenges and, like, character dilemmas that they set up are resolved yeah. in this game in a nice, very, very nice way. Especially with the character Seer and what's going on with, like, you know, how her relation to a different character, uh, which I won't spoil here. But I, I think that was good. And then I really liked seeing uh, Cal as milk toast as he is <laughs> on the eyes he's such a milk toast character yeah the performance was great yeah right what's his name cameron uh... cameron monaghan yeah cameron monaghan he fucking nails yeah. the role honestly it's funny we were talking about it last week and we recognized him from gotham i didn't realize he was from shameless he's from shameless and now i can't fucking unsee it yeah yeah the boy from shameless running around <laughs> wish they would get the chick from shameless to be in the game oh too. that'd be oh, awesome oh she'd make a hot fucking God, she's nine sister she's amazing <laughs> oh yeah one of the sister yeah it's awesome i don't know is that is that a new thing for me i feel like that's unlocking something when uh the what is it second of nine the second sister when you get her reveal i was like holy shit oh my goodness i I actually love finding out more and more about her yeah she's such an interesting character and i think that's one of the cool things that the game does it builds dynamic relationships between protagonists and the antagonist and and it it does the rogue one thing where Mm -hmm. you the ragtag the ragtag family comes together yeah um and i really 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 liked how that that played out like it it just worked. The cast works. The story works pretty well. And I will say this, and this might be a controversial statement. Mm-hmm. This game, its story is more Star Wars than some of the new films that are being made. That's a fair point. It really is. Mm-hmm. It is way more Star Wars. And not because it's totally like adherent. It's not a Force Awakens where it's just like, oh, we're remaking some beats, but you get to play it. No. Mm-hmm. The story that it tells is very unique of this whole like... I'm one of the last Jedi and I am on the fucking run and I'm mm-hmm. trying to rebuild something, but 
my back is always going to be against the wall. Mm-hmm. It's a very different kind of nature to Star Wars that we haven't seen before because mm-hmm. it isn't like we got to fight the giant galactic empire. It's like no, they realize like we're going to get fucking crushed yeah. <laughs> if we do that shit. So we got to focus on what we're going to do and it's like this kind of um very Tomb Raider-esque story of we're going to go back to these Jedi temples mm-hmm. to find what we need to rebuild our order. That's a cool, different vibe. Yeah. How many of the fucking movies go to a Jedi temple? Hayden Christensen destroyed a whole Jedi temple. Oh, wow. That's about it. Did he? Which yeah. one? Wasn't that in um, Revenge of the Sith? Um, Where he kills all the fucking kids? That wasn't a Jedi temple. That was like one of the ones on like uh, the High Council places. Oh, okay. When they're on the one planet. Yeah, that, see, that's what I'm saying. It's not even like one of the mm. classic temples that yeah. we see okay. in so much of the extended universe. And I loved going there. That's what made it feel much more Star mm-hmm. Wars to me in this. Well, you know? I think that's yeah, the thing about a lot of like the extended universe. It feels more Star Wars where like some of the movies just kind of feel like Star Wars flavored. Yeah. Which is weird. Like even the George Lucas ones yeah. that he fucking wrote and directed. It's like this doesn't, it feels like fanfic. It doesn't feel like actual <laughs> realized content, which is weird. Yeah. Uh. I, I, I totally agree. So I overall, I love this game. Mm. I do. I think it's great. I, I have all of those like, you know, uh, I guess minor complaints and yeah, they're, they do distract from some of the fun. Like we talked about the backtracking and all mm-hmm. that shit. And I usually like backtracking, but the way they do it is just like, Oh God, it's a fucking chore. Mm-hmm. But otherwise you gave me a fantastic story. You made me feel like a goddamn Jedi mm-hmm. respawn, knocked it out of the park. Yeah. And I won't spoil anything, but they did set up where this can continue in some very interesting ways. I don't doubt that they're going to make a sequel to this game. They like, should. I don't doubt that they're going to have a Star Wars team now on top of their Titanfall team, on top of their yeah. Apex team. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Awesome. Like, they know that they have money on their hands. Uh, I'm going to press X for doubt on a, a new Titanfall, but yeah, yeah I yeah, agree yeah, that they're going to have an Apex team and a Star Wars team. <laughs> <laughs> my, my one yeah. concern is, like, how do they keep it going forward and keeping it true to what this one is? Like, mm-hmm. do we see microtransactions in two? Do we see forced multiplayer component? What? Like, do we see that bullshit that, like, EA is known for shoehorning in new experiences? I th- so far, everything is telling me that this game is a success, and I think mm-hmm. EA is just going to be like, you know what? This is a new dawn for us. I've I have heard that there's been a lot of leadership changes, mm-hmm. and even the way that they allowed them to work on this game, where it's like, hey, you don't have to use Frostbite. Hey, it could be single player. Sure, there's no microtransactions. Yeah, I think um, that's not something that they're going to be like, okay, cool. We tricked the gamers into liking us, and now we're just going to go back to our mm-hmm. old tricks. I don't think that's what's going to happen here. And I think Respawn has a lot of... Um, I think they have a lot of stewardship over this, mm-hmm. so they can probably put their foot down and say, guys, this this shit worked for us mm-hmm. on Jedi Fallen Order, so let us do this. You know what is going to be weird, though, Daniel? Hmm. The next title is going to be literally Star Wars Jedi something, something, something. Because something. it's a Star Wars Jedi yeah. franchise now. But like we all call it like Jedi Fallen Order over yeah. and over again. I think it's going to be like that moment like Shadow of War versus... Oh, uh, yeah. Middle Earth. <laughs> yeah. So Interesting. I think we're going to get that feel where it's like, oh my god, I feel betrayed. Yeah, because I don't think they would call it like Jedi Fallen Order 2. Nope. If they do, I'd be like, come on, then why is it a subtitle? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool. So, well, yeah. I'm glad to see that you, you thought so favorably of it through and through. I can't wait to see where it goes. I know I'm probably still very early on. I think I'm when we talked about it last time, I'm still before where you were when we talked about it then. Weird. Yeah. Because I, I still know. haven't seen the bat creature. Like, I haven't done a lot of that shit. Oh, that's such a good planet. Yeah. You need to go back. You need to go back. And you need to meet Marin. Marin's one of my favorites. Mm. Ah, she's fine. Did your crew yep. extend past, the, like, the initial three that you fly out with? Mm-hmm. oh cool mm-hmm. cool so you keep building the crew too mm-hmm. nice 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 you nice. you get it you get a, a mass effect light feel to that okay just light because like the one of the last characters you get is like so late game that uh, it was just like oh that's kind of disappointing but then again like the idea of the game is that you could literally hop from planet to planet and get that character at any point 
Kind of, sort of. As long as you have the ability to get to him. It feels like she's stuck behind the latter stage of the game anyway, uh, okay. but that Fair. sucks. Oh, I said she. I'm sorry. Anyway. It is what it is. Okay, cool. Death Stranding. Did you get any further in it? Um, So I'm really obsessed with one thing, and like, I, I don't want to like dive too much into it, because uh. like, the new game I played was Pokemon, but um, I'm really obsessed with building roads. <laughs> now that you can, it's awesome, right? A lot of people are obsessed with it, but like, I'm fucking going hard <laughs> You're the fucking roadmaster. I, I keep on going between all of the um the the HQs mm-hmm. to gather as much ceramics as I can. <laughs> Just building them from the fucking resource center. I never have ceramics, man. That's like the hardest thing to get. You got to get them off mules, dude. God damn. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> They're the ones that are fucking me into the ground. Like, you know, at the beginning of the game, I'm handling with just a rope, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm at this point where the mules are like fucking driving around, hunting yeah. me down. And I just got that ability to turn off their sonar. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. You, not, you didn't get that? Yeah. I haven't touched Death Stranding like all week. Oh, all, all I've played this week was Fallen Order, and even that I played it for like, like I said, five to ten hours. Busy boy. Yeah, I spent a lot of time like being busy this week, and then busy editing, boy. and just like watching Watchmen. That's a whole other fucking conversation. Yeah, we, yeah, let's not do it. Let's not do it. It's <laughs> awesome though. Let's talk about Watchmen when it's complete. Like when that yeah, first season is done, let's yeah. do like a fucking recap or something. Because okay, like awesome. that show took me by surprise. I love that surprise. Oh my god. Anyway. 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 Yeah. Anyway that has been my main jam is building these fucking roads mm-hmm. and trying to make it much easier for me to get on mm-hmm. like by and i have been meeting nothing but celebrities <laughs> by the way i did not know that jordan vaught roberts was in the game oh you didn't know fucking, that i didn't know that oh cool I, I guess maybe i knew it and missed it but mm-hmm. like he's called the film director in the game oh my god if you guys don't know he's the director of um kong skull island and he will be the director and is producing um metal gear solid the film mm-hmm. so of course he is good friends with kojima and he did a lot of like art assets and shit there was like a 30 days of like 30 days of metal gear that he did that was really fucking cool on his twitter yeah where he was just like hey we got like all of these great artists to do like their interpretation of of what they think metal gear is and what Mm. like you know inspires them about it and it was such a cool thing my dude loves video games and Mm. he has very insightful stuff so it was great to see him like in the game and i think he actually voices himself too cool yeah, so that was neat. Um, I helped him out, and I helped an old man, and I helped Edgar Wright a bunch more, <laughs> and it's really weird that he has, like, a, like just a fucking American voice actor. Yeah, right? Hello. He's, he's very Canadian. Oh, thanks for this. You really saved <laughs> us. And it's like, oh, God, what the hell? Very Canadian? He's very British, my dog. Oh, he's British. Ah. Who am I thinking of? Who's Canadian? Yeah. Nathan Fillion. <laughs> no, I'm not thinking of Nathan Fillion. Let me think of other Canadians. I think Mike I think, Myers. No, I'm thinking of Brian Lee O'Malley. Who? The fucking graphic artist. Oh, and all of, of all of, of Scott, Scott Pilgrim yeah. takes place in Canada. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's what I'm thinking of. Because they say Amazon.ca. Yeah, <laughs> that was eerie for me the first okay. time. <laughs> that's, okay, so the the celebrity cast is fleshing out. Traversal's yeah, getting a little cooler. I'm building. Shit, I hear you have like materials. like drone bots now. That can, like, deliver yeah, shit for dude, you. The, I got little metal gears that go out <laughs> and do deliveries for me, and they hum. They go, and they're like walking away out of the base, and then they come. Do they back. have a weight limit? Um, they, so they can only do like one delivery job at a time. Okay. Right. So you have one drone per job. So if you have like one of the standard requests, you could just be like, Hey, let me send this guy out on it. And And it'll just deliver it. It'll just deliver it. But, but it can't repair any of the deliveries so like your rating goes down because they they usually de- deliver that shit with like 50 percent damage and shit uh, like that okay yeah so you got to keep that in mind especially if you're sending them in an area which by the way i went to a weather station in the game mm-hmm. and now i'm able to see weather predictions on my map oh so i can so, like, see when time fall happens yeah, yeah that's pretty fucking cool mm-hmm. actually so i was like hey now i know to avoid these areas because they suck and you're still in chapter three yeah dude that's crazy okay. people people get stuck in chapter three 
My my boy from work who's been playing it mm. says he's spent twenty hours in chapter three. Holy shit! Yeah, he's I, like, I feel like I spent twenty hours in chapter two. So yeah, know that there's so much more in chapter there's three. There's so much, and like honestly, I want to take a pause in the story and just build mm-hmm. out my world a bit more and make it easier to go back and forth. Because it seems like I'm really sticking to the second area that you get into. Mm-hmm. I just want to like I want to make everything better. I want to deliver stuff. I want to drink monsters. You want I want to build listen those strands, to, man. Yeah, I want to listen to Low Roar on all of my bridges. I've been turning it on everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, Low Roar, Low Roar, Low Roar. You want some Low, low Roar? <laughs> <laughs> I love the character that emphatically, like, because uh, you get emails on, like, fucking little um, intel in the game. Mm-hmm. And this character describes, like, his love and passion for Low Roar. He's like, oh, have you heard of Low Roar? They're this new really? band from, like, Livermore. Like, it goes on this <laughs> whole fucking diatribe of, like, just selling you on Low Roar. Where they like, use, they over-emote yeah. in all of those yeah. emails. Oh, weird, like, emojis and yeah. shit. <laughs> I know. There's, like, one guy who's saying some shit, like, I fucking hate the UCA. <laughs> and then it's, like, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. I'm like, what are you doing? It's weird. <laughs> People use, like, the currency of emojis in such a different way. And I'm just like, Koji, man, is it... Is this really the commentary <laughs> that you're trying to make here? Like, what? What? Yeah. Do you hate emojis? Like, or what? What are you trying to say? I don't know what he's trying to say, but I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm I'm here for it too, yeah. dude. Oh man, I'm so excited for it. Uh, I'm literally thinking about I want to play it tonight. Yeah. I'm probably gonna play it like until fucking. Midnight. You're gonna play it over Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, so Pokemon. I'll probably stream more Pokemon tomorrow. Okay. How about that? I'll, it's my stream game. I've been having a lot of fun with it on stream, right? Okay. Yeah, I feel like the, you, you choose these games that you can get away with just playing on stream and not caring too much about. Yeah, that I may not like personally go after. Like, So, I don't hate Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I have a history of Pokemon. I'm not like the most fervent fan Same. of it. Yeah. But I was onboarded with Yellow. My boy Pikachu sure. is best boy. And I don't have that same catching addiction. More so, it's the RPG light mechanics always used to serve me. Mm. And I like getting through the new areas and stories, and that's it. And then I'm very selective about my Pokemon. Yeah. I know, like, the game is trying to, like, and even this game is trying to, like, put it in your head that you need to fill out your Pokedex. Yeah. Like, catch anything. We'll send it to a box. And they made that easy as easy mm. as ever, because Pokemon no longer have to be in your inventory for you to, like, transfer to a box. You can literally just say, caught them, go to a box. I'm sure, like, five games ago made that innovation. But yeah. to me, it's a thing that I... I is there an option to either send it to a box or keep it on your person? Exactly. Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, easy, easier than ever. Pokemon Sword, the title I picked up, uh, it's charming. I like the design. I like when I first started, I'm in this kind of super detailed room that I'm not used to because mm-hmm. I'm using like, you know, switch effects and maybe the graphics aren't like the absolute best in comparison to some other games, but mm-hmm. it is definitely an upgrade for the franchise yeah. in my mind. Um, but overall, it's fine. Okay. Like, that's that's what I walked away with. I was like, this is fine. Mm-hmm. Like, just by the very virtue of it, I'm like, I'm more excited to play Death Stranding than that. It's like, yeah, it's, it, it, it's well, fine. Because Death Stranding does something cool and new and innovative in a very oversaturated genre, which is open world games. <laughs> Whereas Pokemon, it's like, okay, it's like open world light, RPG light. Mm-hmm. But, like, it serves everything fans. Light. Everything yeah. light, but it doesn't do anything new or innovative or something that would probably catch more of a hardcore gamer now, like Now, again, I'm exactly only four hours in, yeah. so I haven't, like, you know, built up everything. Have Adult. you done any, like, gym battles yet? Uh, I've done trainer battles, but okay. I haven't done, like, you know, league or gym stuff okay. yet. Um, so that, that'll be cool to get to. Um, I wonder if they pad that out a little more, because I feel like in, like, the mm-hmm. 3DS games, DS games, like, you get to gym battles so fast... Yeah, I don't know. There there seems to be a lot of cutscenes going on, a lot of conversations. So you start the game out, you play as you, you choose your avatar, mm-hmm. and you're, you're... How red are you? 
Uh, I'm super red, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I got thick rim glasses oh on my God. character and everything. It's great. Um, I'm like fucking, what's his name? Everyman. Everyman? No, what's his name from fucking Half-Life? Oh, fucking Gordon Freeman. You look like Gordon Freeman. You're like Gordo Everyman. (laughs) (laughs) From from the Half-Life games. We just had a 10-minute conversation about how little I know. With his fucking lifty gun and his... I think he has a a manhole cover. Is that what he uses? Is that his famous tool? (laughs) So you're out there like Pokemon Everyman. Yeah, I'm poking around. I'm the Everyman. I'm the Pokemon. Um, And you have your best friend and rival by the name of Hop. Uh, is obsessed with becoming a champion just like his brother, who has very confusing facial hair. (laughs) How so? It it looks like he's like half of a Tony Stark fan, (laughs) half of maybe he got into an accident with his upper lip. I don't know. It's it's a strange thing. And he's a Pokemon master, and he gives you you, your first three starters, and he's like, choose your starter. And I I chose the Fire Bunny, Score Mm -hmm. Bunny. Sure. I renamed Score Bunny Bam Margera. (laughs) wasn't expecting that i don't watch any of your stream today so i don't know the antics you got into so you know as i'm going to do oh yeah i'm gonna rename every single pokemon right i am not a purist i'm here to have fun how i see fit to have fun right so that's the most fun that i'm having in the game is renaming things stupid fucking things there's a fox pokemon of course he's mr fox i tried to go for fantastic mr fox but you only get a 12 character limit why not fox molder so you, oh, that would have been, been good. Fucking, well, you can rename them at any time okay. if you go well, back to a Poké I'm sure there are other foxes, too. There's going to be other foxes. Uh, Butterfree is Mothra. <laughs> um, I have some sort of weird... What, what, there's like a like a raccoon skunk in the okay. game that you can get. There's I've run into things that I don't recognize. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a stranger in a strange land, yeah. and then I get excited when I see something from the fucking 151. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm an old man. What gen are we in right now? Is this gen 8? I guess. I don't know. It could, maybe. I'm sorry, guys. I really don't know. Let's call up Doug. Yeah. <laughs> Doug, which gen are we on, dude? <laughs> like, I'm not sure, yeah. but I'm still trying. I, d- I still don't have a Pikachu, so that's a massive failing. Hmm. I know. I still don't have a Pikachu. That sucks. Uh, it does suck, because that's my boy. But my like my uh, Bam Margera is already level sixteen. I evolved him once. Well, I imagine you feel that bond with Bam Margera. Like yeah, I've got like a big you're gonna bo- come along like, with a Pikachu. You're like, oh, I see you, Pikachu. Go to the fucking Poké Center. Yeah, I'm here with Bam. No, 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 no. My Pikachu is gonna be a part of my 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 cast. Okay, right. Sure. He's gonna do his thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, I I've, I've grown fond of Bam. Okay. But like again, like the. the the combat's not that dynamic. Mm-hmm. It's it's the same ebb and flow, man. It's the same like here's a scare attack. Mm-hmm. Oh, his attack went down. Oh, his defense he, fell. He came at you with a double kick. That's two kicks. <laughs> you know, it's it's the same shit. Let me ask you something. Do you ever have the dilemma of like not wanting to level a Pokemon because you have an attachment to him in a certain form, like Ash did with Pikachu? You know. Oh, you mean like where you uh, where you have the option to evolve? You don't want him to evolve. Yeah. Um, I think I would only ever feel that way about Pikachu. Okay. Oh, can, can't you hold, like, the A button to prevent them from evolving I or some so. shit? There's, got, there, there's a mechanic built in. Yeah, I don't want my... Well, I wouldn't be mad if my boy becomes a Raichu. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they gotta grow up, Daniel. That's true. They can't stay a baby forever. I mean, imagine... Okay, you can have your OG Pikachu, but then get another one that you basically evolve. There's only one Pikachu in my heart. Okay, fair. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I play these games differently yeah, no, than no, other I, people do. You really do. Okay. You, your, your meta with Pokemon is, is unique. Because it, it's it's more of like a like an emotional attachment kind <laughs> of thing. 
I would ask you, like, what yeah. new things they do that are innovative with the game. I know, like, Dynamax, Dynamax Pokemon. Are Those are really cool fights, actually. Okay. You fight, like, a gigantic Caterpie or a gigantic trash monster, whatever these things How are. How does that come across in, like, combat? Like, do you see a bigger Caterpie, like, on the ground? Or? So, oddly enough, you see this fucking um, rift in the ground that shoots up a red light when you're in, like, the open world. Oh, it's like the Hellmouth. Yeah, it's like a hell mouse to fight these fucking okay. demonically large Pokemon. <laughs> and you jump in and you can um, either wait for online players to jump in, which, by the way, uh, no one ever connected with me in fucking like two minutes of waiting. Uh, so okay. otherwise you could say, hey, just send me some NPCs and literal NPCs that you run into throughout the game will assist you. Oh, cool. And it's the coolest shit. So it's like a mini raid. Right. And so all of these chicks that I've just been flirting with, <laughs> right? Yeah, that was my whole stream. I was just flirting. I was like, hey, what's up, Ma? What's up, Ma? I'm a, I'm a new uh, pokey trainer around here, yeah. right? Call me up if you're looking for a pokey. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it's been. It's been great. My Metapod's not the only thing hard about me. <laughs> I mean, it takes place in the United Kingdom, so, you know, they um, have... There's redheaded gals dialogue. out there. Yeah. yeah, there's regional dialogues. They're like, Are you having a laugh? <laughs> Is your Pokemon having a laugh? <laughs> people are like, Oi, mate! Oi. You gotta battle me! <laughs> I really love it. Is there voice acting? No, no okay. there isn't. Kind of like reactionary. Like You could dialogue. read it, though. Like they, okay. It's definitely like the Inflected. dialect out there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because people are saying, um, what was one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your mom's gonna have a spare if you don't tell her where you are. And I'm like, what is a spare? <laughs> What's this weird fucking uh, misfits uh, what's that word skins yeah dialogue. yeah it really is though that's why it's, it's a charming fucking game like i'm having a different level of fun that isn't necessarily mm-hmm. coming from the core mechanics sure. of the game sometimes you got to make your own fun chase yeah. your bliss as you said but i but you know what's really cool though mm-hmm. that i actually was really appreciative of so now you can see all your uh pokemans on in the wild mm-hmm. on the on the actual open world map okay so not the same version of like random encounters that used to it's a little different it's not exactly randomized so there is still tall grass that Mm. has more pokemon and some of them are hidden actually but here's what you can do you see the ones that are obvious like walking around the moment that you enter tall grass your character naturally like hunches over Mm -hmm. like in a like a little little squat and you can sneak past them yeah you could just be like oh i see you motherfucker and just like walk right past uh the whatever rat pokemon or whatever there's like a squirrel one at the beginning of the game that's like the most common one and just be like bye and walk through the grass and be like fuck y'all that's kind of cool or you can like rather than them randomly like jump on you you can select the one that you want to fight so you're just like skip past squirrel 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 i'm gonna get you you bitch and then Uh, fucking fight him i was like you know what i really like that that gives a like a new dimension to uh being out there in the wild right it fucks me up that you can crouch in that game uh you auto crouch by the oh. way as soon as you get in the grass you auto crouch and you could either just run through or sneak it's Sidebar. pretty cool you know what game doesn't do that that makes me mad what jedi fallen order why can't you crouch in that game oh that's a good question like, right why can't you crouch and sneak around enemies why do i have to crowd clear every fucking storm yeah there literally isn't a sneak attack in yeah. that game and i thought that, that was the stupidest thing yeah there, i have the instinct to do it but it doesn't let you secure them secure, secure new Probably because they wanted to dissuade the whole game becoming just like a sneakathon. Yeah, okay, that's true. But anyway, Pokemon. Assholes. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> the f- respawn's fucking lazy. They won't give us the full Jedi decks. <laughs> I want Mace. I want I want Darth. I want R2. I want Dooku. <laughs> <laughs> give me Jin Erso. Where is she? What, what happened to her? Yeah. Oh, she's dead. Oh, no. Pour one out for Jin. Qui-Gon Jin? No, from um, Rogue One. Who was that? 
I know Jane or so. I thought it was Jane. It's Jin. What? J-Y-N. You're blowing my mind. Uh, <laughs> You're blowing my mind here. <laughs> I have this problem where I rename everything. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even characters that are established. And, okay. So I'll people ask me, oh, do you have this Pokemon? I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, you Who's mean... Charizard? You mean the fire horse. <laughs> Ponyta? <laughs> I named them Fire in the Sky off of the alien abduction film. <laughs> oh my god. You're a mess. <laughs> I am a mess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like it. Yeah. It's fine. It's more Pokemon. It's not like... I don't know. Like it's a kids game. I'm okay. playing a fucking kids game. It's not very challenging. It's and it's not that dynamic. Like it's not that. There's not a whole lot of depth to the combat. Mm. That's what it is. That's, That's what it's always been. What I expected. And it's kind of disappointing to hear that because I would have liked to have seen them evolve it in any way, like in any way, shape, or form. You know, mm. make it make the combat deeper. Do something with it. And I know, like yeah. that's not necessarily how you sell it across multiple age brackets. Like it's still a kids game through and through. So you want it to sell that that audience. But like, I wish there was that more mature Pokemon game. Like, why why haven't we gotten that yet? I mean, yeah. again, I don't think that the answer to that is like the Witcher of Pokemon. But I no. do agree, like more advanced systems. More, you know, it'd be really different cool traversal if we went away from turn based. Yeah, and like maybe you can control the Pokemon to a higher degree where you're attacking yourself. I think like an interesting way to do that would be. I know people get mad at that idea, but like I think that's cool. Well, no, observe what they kind of did with like. Um... Like Final Fantasy twelve and fifteen, like yeah. move away from turn base, make it a little more like light MMO, like have a little more integration and like, you know, like wouldn't it be ability with your Pokemon on the field. Instead of it being like a roll check, mm-hmm. it is literally like you need to avoid an attack if you don't want to get like absolutely decimated yeah. by it, that kind of shit. Or like a block or something. Like mm-hmm. that would be really cool. Yeah, like, that would be super neat. That would actually have me like way more engaged in the combat than what it is right now, which yeah. is just kind of a boring grind, to be I- honest with you. So what you just described to me came across as like a Pokemon action RPG. Yeah. I would like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I That'd want be that. so fucking I want cool. that. It can still be cute. It can still be awesome. It can still be like gym leaders and all that shit. Give me a Pokemon Metroidvania. Give me a Pokemon Metroidvania. I mean, technically, now they, you're kind, crazy. they kind of are now in ways because you can go back to areas with abilities and things that you yeah. didn't have before. Yeah. But like, give me that shit realized. You want to? Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, action RPG, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. Metroidvania, I don't know if that's yeah, like, yeah. unless I'm playing only as Pikachu and I'm doing fucking like slide rails and <laughs> shit across levels and using my like electric powers yeah. to bounce around. Yo, give me that Give game. me that. Give me a fucking Metroidvania platformer <laughs> where stars Detective Pikachu Ooh. solving murders. That'd be cool. Pokey murders. Pokey murders, okay. Yeah, dude. Who done it? Who fucking done it? I mean, I was going to say like Pika Souls, but yeah. Pika yeah. Souls. What you doing? You it? want the Dark Souls I do, of Pokemon. I, mean, yeah, I do, why not? Yo, dude, let's <laughs> just spill this Pokey thing into other genres. Yeah. I don't know why Nintendo didn't think. <laughs> They're fucking cowards. Doug, you're a fucking coward. <laughs> Look yourself in the face. So ask yourself, what am I doing with Pokemon? And the answer is nothing good. Yeah. Now the save room boys got your back. We're going to jump in there. And it's going to be the, Un- <laughs> the United Nintendo Cities of America. <laughs> we're gonna and we're going to connect the East and the West. <laughs> we're going to strand with our Pokemon. <laughs> we will make the titles that you need. We're going to take an Onyx and we're going to stretch it from one side to the other. Although I would probably cut the decks in half again because I think that shit's funny. It's <laughs> <laughs> like pissing people off. Oh, yes. All right. So I'll play more for sure. Okay, cool. But, you know. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm excited to see if you like it more and more. Um, I probably will get it. I'll probably just borrow it from you. Okay. To be honest. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I like the idea of getting shield while you got sword, but like, I don't know. I don't think you're going to invest too much time in this game. Probably not. Yeah. I, it's also how I treat my Switch, too, which is sad that I haven't even beat a game like, you know, Link's Awakening remake, which I think is a very charming, amazing remake. But you I aren't playing it. I, I'm not playing it because I don't dedicate my time to my Switch like that. Ooh. So 
yo, are you like not a real gamer? I guess I'm not a real gamer. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, now we gotta shut down the podcast. Fucking Dexit stage right. We've been fucking. <laughs> <laughs> there I go. No. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> all right we should time take to, this one home time to wrap this one up daniel yeah. thank you all for listening to us we do appreciate you save roommates out there we appreciate you spreading the word we appreciate the community the out good there. gospel of the same yeah. room been seeing some good good stuff out there from uh from our fans and i really appreciate it what, what do you mean like fan art um Erotica? yeah just us just plowing each other but oh, like okay. i'm ash ketchum and you're misty it's yeah. crazy oh, yeah i'm wearing like a red-headed wig and the overalls no, it's more like you do have right And you're like penetrating me and you're screaming, pop that plat. We should end this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you guys as always for listening. Um, if you didn't know, you can find us over at Twitter at Save Room Show. Send us any memes or criticisms that you Don't send us fan art. <laughs> don't, don't send us the fan don't art I that. just described. Um, also, you don't want that. this episode should be out before Thanksgiving. So have yourself a good, safe holiday. Happy Thanksgiving to you all. You we are thankful turkeys. for you, yeah. our friends. Go out there and play your favorite Thanksgiving games mm-hmm. whichever they are i don't know uh Star south wars. park that was good n64 Star wars, south park yeah that's the only one that has fucking turkeys as far as i'm aware yeah that was a good one sure <laughs> <laughs> all right guys thank you and have a good night or day i don't know have a good life yeah sirens are in i like saying that to people like oh they're like oh have a good night and i like very ominously ominously say back to them have a good life and they're like what Ooh. i'm just like have a good life wow foreboding creepy yeah I'm just creepy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Bye.